God, just the action awful. In, the mm-hmm. action in the Matrix is so fucking tight. Yep. It still feels as raw doggy as it did in 1969 yeah. when it originally came it's out. It's impressive. The first old. CG movie it's ever. 420 years old. The entire movie is made of CG. <laughs> you CG know it and if, computer generated. If it was videos. made just a few years later, you know it would have been. Dude, remember, remember when um, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Beowulf came out? And it was like no. lifelike CG for basically uh, seemingly CG no Angelina reason. CG Angelina Jolie titties. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah. only thing I know about that movie. It's so weird. Like, it's not like it was like stylized or anything. They're like, hey, will you show your titties? She's like, like, no, but you could can CG we make them also, though. Well, also, they did it for Beowulf, which is not like high fantasy or anything. Like, <laughs> that's just like like old sweaty dudes Super running around. Boring. You could do that. Yeah. Yeah, but Angelina didn't want fantasy? to show her breasts for the film, so they're like, "Well, we have to make the whole movie CG now." That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, they're someone redoing, had to imagine. They're reworking they're... Sonic now; they can do anything. They'll work oh, any man. kind of magic. Oh yeah, he is a, a there's actually a machine though, <laughs> dude. That movie kind of looks amazing, and I'm sad they're changing it because it looked like it was going to be the one made like this generation Super Mario Brothers. Hey, like, buddy, I got news for you. Even them making him have fewer it's not human gonna, teeth is it's not, not going to help. The movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's there's actually a good conspiracy theory that like uh that was the plan from the start is that they were they've already reworked it and they were just showing that I to can make it that. look like dog mm. shit. So by comparison, whatever they pump out exactly. now is gonna feel like a triumph. Exactly. Interesting. That's a, almost a Shamalanian kind of twist. <laughs> well, that's actually the biggest twist of them all. He's the one that's directing and animating the movie. <laughs> Devin, we're fucking giving this one to you on a tray. Okay, whatever. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> a horrible podcast where we like to bring in the face value reviews of horror movies. Sit up, you. This this made this, this child. You should be excited. This theme was your child. Put, put the cardboard. Box you should be back. excited. <laughs> I'm not super excited. I don't like a lot of these. Movies. I mean, I don't love all these movies. But wow. Oof. We are doing a Shyamalan movie in that Shyamalan. We're doing the Shyamalan trilogy of uh Shyamalaniverse. Of uh, what are they called again? <laughs> Jesus, Unbreakable, what Split, Unbreakable, Split, and Glass. I don't know. I'm just not feeling it right now. But um. Yeah, those are three movies we're going to talk about. I'm Devin, your co-host. Jesus Christ. You're lounging in a chair that is not meant to be lounged in. This is... For, for reference, like, when I've done this, like, the cast stops, and we wait until I sit erect, and then we, only then do we start the show again. I mean, we can't do anything unless you're erect. I remember one time I was laying in bed with the microphone in front of me, and, and we were furious. Yeah. The show. That, that was the one upside to doing it yeah, in my bedroom. Yeah, but I was so goddamn comfortable. <laughs> you, I just want... I want... Because I, I got to paint a visual picture for our listeners here about how much of a piece of shit you look like right Good. now Take you a were picture. sitting here just slouched in and like like with your legs fully off the chair with your sunglasses your aviator sunglasses hanging out of your camo he's got his camo pants put them on put, put, him on. put him on oh my god you look like he such looks a, like a real podcaster a this guy's wow. literally phoning in this episode. he looks like a famous <laughs> podcaster <Good laughs> lord that's blister talking he's across from me what's up buddy <laughs> hey man i thought i was doing rough after a derby but uh, i guess devin's still uh, struggling he's uh he's showing us how it's done i actually took all of yesterday i did literally nothing of yeah. any value whatsoever and recovered for this week just for my fans Good so i can show up to this episode professional unlike some of us i hope losers fans are are happy about that He's got a lot of them. He does. Dylan. He does. Yeah. Uh, Derby was fun uh, as well. I had a good time. I also threw up in Minji's sink twice. Nice. Uh, Holy that shit. was the biggest uh, twist of the night, not honestly. From, not from being drunk. I don't even know what happened. How there, many meat logs did you throw a up? A lot of them. We had a, a nice little cheese tray of cheese crackers <laughs> and little meat logs. And boy, did I see all of those meat logs uh, in just a few minutes. After I, I, I would have loved to have seen that. No, I, you really wouldn't have. It's it, it's it's like vomit in a sink. Half digested not... meat logs. You, you like though. to vomit in the sink. That's your usual it vomit space. You did that in Chattanooga last. 
last year. Definitely. Damn. I that because I, I cleaned it out with my hands. Sorry. Yeah, we I mean, did. We did have to fish it out. I had to, I had to scoop it out of uh, Benji's sink with a cup into his toilet so that I could flush it. <laughs> it no, Dylan put it back into his own <laughs> mouth. Disgusting. <laughs> Yep. So that's how I'm doing. I mean, honestly, I'm not surprised, though, because when I showed up to the party, everyone was, like, carrying handles of liquor, and then there was one little snack tray. Like, I wasn't oh, even fuck. that drunk. Oh. I don't know what happened. All the liquor and all the, the beer was gone at the end of the night. Are you serious? Yeah. <clears throat> nice. Impressive. Unbelievable. Manton, how you doing, buddy? Uh, Pretty good. I was I was a little sad, because, like, I assumed it was going to be raining, as it always does on Derby, and I was like, oh, they're going to be inside at your place. I can't be inside there. But you guys were just outside almost the whole time. Well, on we the front porch. Look at that porch. porch. You yeah, could have been there. Porch was legendary. Porch was always there. But uh, I did uh, end up, I played through the entirety of Resident Evil 5. That's not a bad Which derby. is actually, I think Devin and I played that way we back did. when it came out a little bit, we but did. I finally played through the whole thing, and it's pretty good. That, that was the end. would have been in 2009. Game. Two years ago. Yeah. Nine years after Unbreakable came out, in fact. Fun fact. Lots of fun facts. That's a sham of fact for you. Pre 9 11 for sure, right? 2000? Yeah, yeah. Pre 9 11. What are you talking about? Are you talking about Unbreakable? Oh, okay, I thought you were talking about we, we, we Is flat. this the Shyamalan twist? Yeah. <laughs> There was a big uh, big building at the end that I was wondering that was completely CGI'd and fake, by the way. I just went to Philly and there's no stupid building like that. Yeah, Devin, <laughs> thanks for confirming. Yeah, that. I had no idea that wasn't a real building. That, I just Googled Osaka <laughs> Tower. It's not really a building. It's very obviously not real. <laughs> I know, but it's an insane fucking concept. I, I don't know why it's I love how yeah. I, I love the. It doesn't have to be in the movie. I can't wait to talk about it, really, though, because they set it up as this huge thing that's going to happen, like, and they yeah. even CG'd so into the background. Is, we'll why, get there, but yeah. we, we got to work through this actual, like, this unintentional uh, superhero universe. Well, First off, yeah. we're, we're still through the intro right now, right? We got an email, apparently. Yeah. yeah. You want to have me get your phone out? That's a piece of shit. Someone told me to get a little email. Let me see if oh I can find God. it. Horriblepodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> Wait, what's our email? It's truly a horrible podcast right truly. now. Uh, you should also follow our Instagram, which we're using a bit more, uh, Horrible Podcast, and uh, our Twitter, and uh, you can also find us on Patreon.com slash Horrible Podcast. That's where you give us your money. Which is what True. you should do, uh, because then Devin's we have to earning watch. It. Mm-hmm. I'm earning it for uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Devin's pay is being deducted. I see I see ads to Devin and responses to our forms. What, do you remember what um, the email was? There, right? we, I, I can get it. You ads guys. Oh, is it a letter from the water bottler? Yep. Remember we had uh, yeah. the water bottler. Uh, yeah, speaking yeah, yeah. of Patreon, uh, new patron. a new subscriber, right? Yep. Yep. Awesome. Gave a shock treatment. Well, since Devin can't be bothered also, to do his, <laughs> his role in the cast this week. I, I don't have a, a, my, the email on my new phone. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah his, sure his new phone has no old access to Gmail. <laughs> I went backwards. That's the, Devin, that's literally the beauty of, of Google. It has access to everything at all times. I'm sure it has. No, Sorry. no, he, no, he, he needs to go with this narrative so that he's not lazy. Anyway, so a little bit of context. This is from the water bottler, and they were uh, a subscriber last week on our Patreon episode. They gave yeah. us, do you, remember, do you all remember the shock movie? Shock treatment. They came in swinging. Shock yeah. treatment. Yeah. Dick swinging out. They also gave us, I I was able to relive my uh, first sexual experience. Right. Let's not forget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got some good shares on that on Discord. Yeah. By yeah. sexual experience, you mean the first time you Googled sex. <laughs> no, that, what he means is I didn't do ruined, it. Someone did it for me. Ruined sex for him. It ruined it for the rest of my life. Anyway. Um, anyway, so dear boys, thank you so much for reviewing this piece of shit. Shock treatment. <laughs> there we go. I only like this movie as background noise, which I think we all agree. I, that's Fair. exactly yeah. how we wrong experienced it the first time. I love the discussion and review, and I can't wait to find something else for you guys to watch. Signed, The Water Bottler. Dang. We this look was, forward this was to great. Uh, because I, I mentioned this on the episode, but uh, Water Bottler didn't say whether or not they yeah. liked the film. They just 
said this I kind of like that. I, it. I like that we too. We kind of guessed. And now we get their actual thoughts on the movie, which is uh, relieving to say the least. I was I was worried they were going to be like, that was my favorite yeah, movie. Yeah, it was a little, a little Honestly, it wouldn't be the first time we've shown we'd someone's favorite It was very so. bad, very yeah. bad film. I look forward to what else you pump out. Um, honestly, you know, maybe, maybe <laughs> we'll give one of these a gym. The extreme water bottle. We've got some listeners that have been trying for years to give a gym to us and they just <laughs> keep failing. B-Twisty keeps trying though. No, he knows we're not going to like that shit. It's Paul. Paul is usually the one that's, that's like, true. I love this movie, and then we hate it. He's definitely oh, given us some good ones before, I feel like. He, has, he does yeah. those in, in person. Like, whenever we're actually right, there, right, he right. really gives us good <laughs> stuff. The, the ones we get uh, on the, officially for the cast, though. What, right. Why is his name the Water Bottler? Someone tell me. I don't, we don't know. We, we don't, don't know. That, you could answer that, Water yeah. Bottler. Let, yeah. us know. Let us Email know. Email us back, buddy. We need to know him by next week. Hey, let's talk about Unbreakable. Okay. Let's that do came that. out let's 19 that. years ago. Uh, Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, it actually was released May 6th. What is today? I don't, I don't think Today is May 6th, yeah. But Time is a flat circle or something. I think, I wonder if I saw this in theaters. I don't remember. But I remember it spooked me a little bit as a kid. You brought this up before. I definitely had some yeah. scary moments. Uh, Shimon's yeah. second movie when he was still riding high. Fucking second movie ever, really. So sense. was was Six Sense his first? His first, yeah. his first like, yeah, came out yeah. tit swinging. He That's did. crazy. That I mean, how did how did he come in and immediately get like Bruce Willis and because I, I mean, mean the dude's already famous. I'm sure his script was being shopped around and they were like, "This is good. Let's go with." Yeah, this. It, it was a smart script because like you know it, now we all joke about the Shyamalan <laughs> twist thing, but at the time I think that fresh, especially for excited. horror that would be like, "Oh, yeah. holy shit!" You read through that script and immediately you get the appeal. Plus, horror was a little chill at the time. If you don't so, fucking if you haven't seen that in a while or haven't seen it, it's a fucking masterpiece. I, I I didn't realize on the rewatch though that movie's just so fucking sad. It's not oh, yeah. as scary as yeah. I remember it, but goddamn, it's I, oh, sad. And that, that's kind scary. of a thing for a while. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of his movies, at least for a while, yep. are sad. Dude, I saw it recently for three years ago. And it gave me nightmares all night. Like I, when I was Six doing sense. the podcast, it's yes. a great goddamn movie. It's I'm, I'm tempted scary. to rewatch it soon after Unbreakable. Oh my sure. god, it's good. You should. Unbreakable's really good too, though. Uh, not necessarily a full on horror, but has its moments. Um, who was the, had anybody not seen it before? No, I, I think we'd all once, seen it, but Brandon had, had right saw it, it came as like okay. we were young, very. I might, be, young. I might be the only one who, who would like has seen it probably a dozen times because it was. Just, I've I've seen it three, three or four now. I remember right. thinking I've seen it, it a was a million times. I remember we, thinking we, it was good. Have you really a pissing contest here? What yeah, no, no, it's not no, a pissing no, contest. I, I've seen it two million times. So oh, cool. Jeez, you guys are hardcore. No, this is the first time I think I've seen it since the first time I saw it. Oh damn! Well, who wants to talk about it, Dylan? Sure, I'd rather take this one than than any of the other ones to try and explain. Unbreakable is a really simple premise there's uh bruce willis uh on a train and uh the train very quickly crashes uh and he is the only survival survivor from that train survival uh, survival uh the only survivor from that train he also comes out without a single scratch on him uh which is really strange to everybody else in his life and he tries to just kind of move forward from that uh fact but he gets contacted by a guy who's basically just like have you ever been sick in your life? Like how how truly unbreakable yeah. might you be here? Is there something special about you? That man, uh, a man with a bone degenerative disorder named Elijah what's Price, his last? Price, yeah. uh, who's a comics collector and basically is trying to convince him that you might be a superhero. And what we have here is the like lowest, uh, like like lowest stakes of superhero yeah. that you can imagine. Yeah. Um, also one of the first superhero movies, right? Yeah, it came out like the same year as the X-Men movie. Definitely not one of the first. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. we got to clarify. It was, it was like... First kind of, of the revival. Yeah, the yeah. revival, which I, I wanted to bring that up uh, first off because I think that this is really interesting uh, to review it now because when it came out, it was definitely unique 
for its time but actually now it maybe is even more unique yeah. because this is as you said earlier uh when you first got here this is almost like a deconstruction of the superhero genre yeah and it applies just as well to comics as it does now to superhero films doesn't feel aged really and i think that even coming back to it after seeing so many big big budget superhero yeah. action movies yeah. like this feels so honest oh, yeah. and like Stripped down, like refreshing. Yeah, in a weird I, way. I literally like watched Endgame the day before I saw this, and it was an amazing pairing because I was like, "Here's the absolute like pinnacle yeah. of of superhero movies as they are now, and mm-hmm. like how bloated and huge they are." Endgame's right. good, but like, and then there's this, which is stripped down to only its barest components of this it, is an right, origin yeah. story for a person you don't know and a hero you don't know, and it's just barely a hero. Well, well, one of the most fun parts about this is that he doesn't really know he's a hero either. He doesn't even believe that he's a hero, and he's I almost... That. Yeah, he's, incredible. He's, he's sort of like pushed to the back of his mind. There's an incident when he's uh, a young man. Um, he's he's leaning to become like a top football star uh, locally and maybe uh, beyond locally, mm-hmm. and he's in a car crash, and he tells everybody like, oh, you know, that was the point where I had to stop playing football. I was definitely injured in that crash he's convinced himself of a lot of these things in his life where he, he can kind of look at and say, maybe that's, you know, kind of fishy. And he's, he's convinced himself that that right. wasn't what it seemed to be. Just because the society lives in, you get into a fire burning car crash, you get injured, right? You get almost drowned as a child. And like the, those things are near death to you. Right. So like he's convinced himself. Um, uh, something that, that I also want to start on is like the, the sort of like understated like uh, beauty of oh, a lot yeah. of the like shots and a lot of the cinematography and just the film in general. I think it started out. Um, uh, I guess it starts out with uh, Elijah Price's birth, mm-hmm. uh, which is immediately like a pretty powerful scene. Really good, yeah. But then we go to uh, him on the train, and we learn so much about him just through this like short. Almost the entire screen is covered up by uh, the seats and the train. And you know, Shyamalan does this stuff. It's sort of like gimmicky camera work, but I think in this, it's a really effective use of it because he's constantly moving it between him and this woman who sits down next to him. And you learn that he is uh, he's married, but he puts away his ring immediately. So he's in this troubled marriage. They're sort of split up. Right. Yeah. And 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 all this is learned from just a short scene. Oh, it's amazing. The the biggest surprise about this movie to me, you know, plot aside, whatever. I forgot the the twist and everything, but. It's Shyamalan. Like this is the dude that I famously hate because I think he's a piece of shit, and he made Avatar: The Last Airbender. So I it's really hate the him. only reason I think you it hate is. Him, uh, well, also, I mean, he, he, his he, latest he's work made is some other bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to get on that anyway. But yeah. the thing is, is that I mean, when it comes to this movie, like Matt was saying, it's very understated, and like that is in the best way possible. Like every single scene feels so just calm and assured and confident, so that you you just focus on Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson's performances like and they fucking kill it it's weird to say about a guy who's had a career this long and about his second movie but this is a guy at the Jesus. fucking top of his craft like <laughs> it really absolutely is. Yeah. The, yeah. the movie no like in all aspects is just so well considered the script is stellar in this thing like just I cannot really believe he fucking wrote this. this really understated dialogue and these this really like really like human melancholy to it like this uh, I love the the detail that, you know, David, uh, Bruce Willis character, his mm-hmm. wife and him are not like divorced necessarily, but they're yeah. on the rocks. And yeah. this, the, the way this relationship it's uh, clearly his out. problem. It's, it's, it's very he's internalized. It's so much. good. And like the romance between them is really, really believable and very really, believable. really well written. And of course, we got Claire from uh, House of Cards. I can't remember her actress's name, but she's extremely she's good in this badass. movie. Um, but but I think that I think my favorite part about this is that we connect so much with Bruce Willis. He's just an average, goddamn boring dude who works security at his football stadium. Yeah. And of course, we think Sam Jackson is insane. He's hostile towards every character we've met. He clearly has you know weird issues on his own life. But he's trying so hard to prove to Bruce Willis, "Hey, man, you are special." 
And we even as the audience have no idea. So like we're literally watching him evolve and learn about himself in the most just slow, slow pace build up possible. The, the other thing that's interesting about this is that they constantly tell you that, you know, this is like comic books, this is like comic books. But for some reason, the plot beats still feel fresh. Like the oh, yeah. fact that uh, Elijah Price Glass you know, we watch him and and we definitely sort of empathize with him as you often do with comic book villains. Like usually the best villains are the ones that you to some degree empathize with. Minor spoiler there, but we're going to have to that's going to be really hard to avoid in this episode just based on. Sure. Then based on the nature of these films, like they're going to get spoiled universe. a bit. Yeah, um, there you go. I think now like everybody kind of knows that. But uh, this, yeah, the, 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 the trailer for Glass ruined this for you. Anyway, sure. If you saw that. Sure. So yeah, I think we'll get to that in more in split. But uh, back to this, like the, the friendship that develops between them feels very genuine. And like there is there is something about the way this is all presented that you don't uh, you, you might see certain plot beats coming, but just the way that they're presented feels very fresh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Think, it doesn't even matter that they're that they're old at this point is that I think that they do it so well that you, you forgive it. And it, maybe that's kind of the point. Sure. The thing that made this stand out, I think, in its time was that it was kind of like a stripped down human version of superheroes that even X-Men like the original movie was pretty like grim and like serious and everything. Mm-hmm. But you also had like Spider-Man coming out shortly after that, where it was just like, whoopee, I'm learning yeah. my powers and things yeah. like that. Right, so far. it felt fresh for that. It's so strange to to see this again, all these years afterwards, where now comic book movies are like really tongue in cheek and really like kind of fun romps and stuff like that. And to see something that's not grim, but just like dialed down like this, just yeah, so normal. It feels super yeah. fresh. Yeah. I mean, again, it goes back to the normal, the normalcy. He gets into that car crash. He really thinks he actually isn't, special in any way because he he's been around normal people his entire life he literally has no reason to believe he's your, your average special. person is not in situations yeah. where you would have to have if you had superpowers you would have to use them you wouldn't have to right and them. he wouldn't know that he's any different than normal i, I love the idea that there's uh like you think of like a spider-man who gets bit by a radio, a radioactive spider he wakes up super buff you know right exactly <laughs> immediately transforms this yeah, dude has literally yeah. been the same his entire life he just has no goddamn and idea through his perspective you know he, he played football he, there's reasons why yeah. he's buff you sure. know he, works he out he's, sure. he lifts weights but he's never really pushed himself to that limit so seeing when he, those like subtle moments the one of the best scenes in the movie of course is when he's with his son and so uh he, he's kind of like hey will you add some more weights and they just mm. keep adding more and more and more he's like what else can we do and they start adding just random objects throughout the house and he just keeps doing it and he keeps being able to push himself further and further that's like this uh, movie's version of the spider-man jumping around yeah another thing that i just to gush on this more like i, I love uh elijah price's uh scenes as a as a little kid uh, Brandon mm-hmm. and I were commenting on this, but goddamn, his mom is so great. Uh, she's just like this movie is so wholesome in a weird way, and, 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 and it's like it's almost reverse wholesome because it's even more wholesome towards the villain. But uh, the the scenes where she's like saying, you know, every day you come outside, everybody, every day you step out of your comfort zone, I'm gonna give you a new comic book, and like watching him grow up and everything, it's it's very touching. It's it's. I mean, of course, if you have this disease, it's very easy to be sheltered and not want to leave. Like when he was a kid, he didn't want to even leave his television set because he was afraid he's going to get injured. Mm-hmm. And the mom, which is so ironic because I feel like in a lot of these movies, you have controlling parents or something like that. But she was actually pushing him to go outside and started his addiction to comics. Mm-hmm. It was this great setup, very believable and like made you empathize with, you know, Price even more. I get we get some really good horror in this in what's not honestly, I think, a horror movie. A couple of scenes that, that stand out like uh, uh, Price taking the stairs. Uh, it's it's just oh, yeah. fucking so hard it's to watch. It's nerve wracking. It's yeah. awful. Uh, but like, there's there's good stuff done with that. His kind of condition mm. and the body horror there. But there's also some stuff later on when David's discovering his powers, yeah. right? And when he pursues them, like 
the kind of depths of of the places that he has to go to to deal with that are surprising. And I like, like how quickly that escalated too, and, and and really feel like they're from almost another movie. If it wasn't for the way that this thing is shot, when I think of Unbreakable, you know, years upon having seen it. All I could think of was, oh, that's that rainy movie, yeah. right? Dark, <laughs> because and rainy. It's really yeah. dark and it's really rainy. Yeah. It's kind of a Fincher type, like let's yeah. let's shoot Philadelphia in a torrential downpour. Mm-hmm. Most of the movies not like that, but there's always this kind of like overcast sense to it. It's very dark. That is weirdly beautiful, like the way that it's shot just it it's, sings. It's I think it's. I mean, I was also going to say it's dark in in every sense. That yeah, it's, it's it. I always look back and it gave me kind of creepy creepy vibes uh, as a definitely, kid definitely yeah I, I thought back and being like man that movie was really morose and tough to watch and kind of i don't I, that's why i never thought of it as a comic book movie more so a, a movie that happened to be about right. comics yeah, yeah. Uh, because it just it, that totally that doesn't really add up as much yeah there's there's a lot of uh of, of really good like i, I don't know I, wouldn't, I don't want to call it levity necessarily but there's also like comedy yeah, enough to get are. you through it like there's there's really well considered i keep saying human but that's how it feels moments like between uh uh you know bruce willis and his son especially their interplay is just great yeah and this is is so strange to see too after Shyamalan, you know is showing here that he can write for kids and like kind of built his career on it and mm-hmm. then how he ended up where he is now in his writing for kids or the yeah. youth is strange like, yeah. I, I almost wonder if it's a certain age gap like as soon know. as they as soon as they hit consciousness and they're like in their teens he's like i don't know what the fucking i don't know but the, the kid in here is is great like and his interplay with, sweet. with bruce willis is yeah great. he's good I, I think that obviously it could have been uh, I, th- I think Brandon call, called him like a cheap version of the Haley Joel. Si- yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they couldn't but, get but Haley Joel for this. He's fine. He's fine. He, he's really not. He doesn't detract from the experience. No, right. Um, it doesn't matter that much. Some, something else that struck me about this is I somehow forgot about the twist at the end of this. Um, and I and it just made me realize how good uh, that Shyamalan used to be at doing twists, because in this, if you if you know that it's coming or once you know what it is, it's really well set up. You can see the writing on the walls. Yeah. You can see, uh, everything is kind of set up here. It's like six sure. cents. And, and, that's, right. and that's the thing, right? Is that like, it, it's like any good mystery, uh, film or anything you want to be able to solve it. You want to be able to go back and say, Oh man, I, mm-hmm. if I had only pieced things together this way. And it, he at least used to be so good at this, where it's like this twist comes out and it doesn't feel out of nowhere. It feels very earned and it does kind of give a cap to the ending. I think my only problem with the ending of this film exactly is exactly how it ends. I my only problem with this is that there is like a it almost feels studio mandated. It this like feels text on the yeah. screen that explains what happened afterwards. Oh, yeah. And it it's, literally it's, interrupts the scene. It's oh, basically yeah. incredible. It's essentially retconned. I mean, later. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it feels like a it feels like a weird tacked on thing. And the other big thing about this twist is like again, the movie has so many other emotional beats and so many other reveals. And, it's and not what the movie's about. Exactly, the yeah. twist yeah. isn't the movie. It's just a nice. Yeah. It's almost like an emotional like period at the end of the sentence. Yeah, for sure, like, for sure. I feel like I've you know we've hit the climax here and the movie's over. And cool. it is very much an emotional period too because like you start to feel like things are working out and then when it hits you're just like oh god damn like, that's a good yeah, point yeah. it's a multi multi-faceted twist yeah, there because you're so emotionally connected to all these characters and so when you see all these reveals I'm, I'm trying not to spoil this here but it really does hurt and it's because of all the build up and everything that's happened throughout the entire movie and that's the other thing too is that uh, it would make sense for us not to spoil the twist in this because even if you know about Split and Glass you could still be surprised by the twist in just this film you I would could. say yeah sure um, do you guys have any like problems with this film to be honest, not many. I was surprised going back through this how yeah, good same. this thing is. Yeah. The only thing that I critiqued even when we were watching is I think the kid is a little weak. Like, if I'm going to make any critique, I think that he's just a little 
limp compared to fucking Bruce Willis and Sam Jackson and the mom. Sure. Like, which Com- is, compared to superstars. Exactly. Right. I know. Yeah. The problem yeah. is that he's yeah. literally, he's one of four characters in the movie and the other three are That's just god tier. That, that kid had a career of his own back then. He was in Gladiator. He was in yeah. Mystic River. He, oh, was in, okay. he was in a lot of like literal like he was uh, Oscar. Like a Haley Joel caliber yeah, yeah. kid. I, I don't think he's bad, honestly. No, I, 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 didn't, so. I just I thought he was a little distracting. It's just me. I made, I, I made I don't a, think. a parody video uh, where I uh, pretend to be that character for Unbreakable. <laughs> what? Back in 2000, your, your we made a little greatness. parody video of, of Unbreakable, me and my buddy Clayton. Hold on, I'm sorry. Can we find this? Can we you unearth could. this? I, oh, I want to see good. this. It we got to put this It somewhere. is absolute garbage. Like, it is, <laughs> of course it is. Well, yeah. Maybe it's Shamal on here and you just didn't know it. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I bet that kid, I bet we're like the exact same age we basically are. Can I just pause and say that Blooster said maybe it's Shamal on here as a positive Oh, that's the Shyamalan twist oh here. Oh my god, I've been you tricked again. I've tricked myself into liking this piece oh, of shit. No, twist don't worry. There's plenty of time to fall off the tree here we'll in a see, minute. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Shyamalan twist for me is I've never seen a Shyamalan movie spoiler alert that I did that I dislike yet. I still have yet to see a Shyamalan movie that I don't like. But have you seen Lady in the Water? Lady I have not. I have awful, not seen dude. Lady in the Water. It's and really bad. <laughs> I would never see I want Avatar. To. Avatar could, could have been directed okay. by Bill no, 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 and I wouldn't have seen that. I almost give Avatar a pass because it's just not his movie. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't care about I, there's that. no there's no excuse if it was villainue doing avatar if it was fucking <laughs> i don't care who does i don't need to see that movie but i do lady of the water would probably bum it's me awful. out yeah but um is it even supposed to be horror or kind of borderline it was marketed as a it horror, was yeah sure. it just looks like a real poor man's version of uh of del toro's more uh recent it's movie. exactly that actually <laughs> yeah. yeah all right well let's wrap it up um unbreakable has been one of my favorites since since it came out since i was a kid quote unquote i guess i would have been about 12 years old um Really, really scared me. I think it was my first Shyamalan movie, actually. It would have had to have been. Uh, And then that sold me because years later, I went to see Signs in theaters. And years later after that, I went to see Village in theaters. And then the rest is history. I don't know. Shyamalan has done very, very well for me. He's he's, he's put out a lot of great movies, uh, two or three of which would be in my top 100. Uh, Signs and, um, of course, Sixth Sense, which is uh, top 15. Unbreakable would be up there. If I considered it more of a horror movie, but I think it's a full on yeah. dark, gritty thriller type movie uh, that does great for, for superheroes and comics, um, but doesn't feel, even, especially in today's standards, doesn't feel worn out because we've seen a, a billion goddamn gazillion it's comic almost book. It's fresher now. It's it feels, really yeah, yeah, it probably it's feels weird, even yeah. more refreshing at this point because it's not a comic book movie. It's a movie where comics are, are, are a big point of it, but it's a gritty, dark, really kind of spooky movie uh strong strong gym i think it's just further proof that Shyamalan was or is one of the greater writers and directors of our of our time and especially of the horror genre what do you think manton yeah this uh honestly it might be my favorite of his movies um i think i'm on I, board yeah i i just something about this like every time i see it i i'm somehow <laughs> shocked um, at how good it is uh, it was funny because Brandon we watched this together and he, he mentioned already that he hasn't seen it in, in quite a long time and I just watched this I think maybe last year or the year before and I somehow forgot some of the things that happened and I really I just forgot how good this movie is um, there were many points in the movie where Brandon, Brandon and I looked at each other and just were like this is so good I was like, losing it like uh, I, I cannot believe how good this movie is yeah it, w- it was a weird experience um, but yeah th- this this movie is excellent I, I think it is 
probably probably from an objective standpoint his best uh best work maybe six uh six signs six signs um, yeah. that's that's yeah. the next uh, trilogy we're gonna make six sets i think they were better. connected all along. sure sure six yeah Sense, I, I think was uh, was nominated for best picture yeah yeah it can you play his a, first goddamn I, it's it's to, movie. to be it's fair I, yeah. I do need to rewatch six yeah, Sense. it's been a while actually it's really i'm definitely gonna rewatch it but i mean i think definitely this at least stands up to that to that uh caliber um yeah this is very good it definitely it's not really a horror movie um it has its moments and it has that kind of dark vibe to it but i think mainly you know split is the horror movie of the three and uh that we just kind of wanted to get this all out there so yeah this is a a strong gem for me for sure dylan yeah uh as somebody who just rewatched uh six cents last year i do think this is maybe my favorite of his movies this is excellent and i really forgot how good it is yeah um it just the, the the script alone would make this an amazing movie but the fact that like he's just he did everything he wrote directed produced produced this thing and it all just sings together it is so so good uh it shot incredibly uh just visually appealing uh just got a great warm heart to it despite being like a dark and somber movie yeah. uh it's it, there's a little something here for everybody and it weirdly feels incredibly fresh now uh you know all these 19 years after it came out um it's definitely worth a rewatch i really love this thing uh, strong gem what do you think blue star i think we can confidently say this movie is probably almost timeless at this point it like, does yeah, feel sure. like, like it's yeah. only 20 yeah. years but i think that we've had such a s- explosion of, of similar type we, movies we've seen the yeah. entire superhero yeah. genre right of all yeah. and come down and somehow this still feels unique yeah and that's why like even just you know we were talking about endgame a minute ago i think just just that it it, it feels so welcome um and as someone who's the resident Shyamalan hater i mean i have to give credit like this shit is master class and i cannot believe what this dude made in such a short time. <laughs> Brandon, this, the, whole, the whole movie Blue was just like, I can't fucking believe Shyamalan did this. I cannot uh, no, believe No, I'm going to be totally honest. Uh, there was a point in the movie, there was a there was an amazing oh, yeah, scene. Yeah, this is what it was. There was a, just an amazing scene between Sam Jackson and uh, somebody, uh, I guess it was Bruce Willis. And I was like, this writing is incredible. It's, like, what is this based on? He looked on? at me, he, go, he, go, he thought it was based on a comic I book. I thought this was based on a comic book. I was like, no, dude, M. Night wrote this. He goes, what i literally did not <laughs> believe it like that it was so good the entire time i was consciously thinking whoever he took this from is incredible <laughs> and it's him i'm like i mean i have to give credit this movie is oh, he did this the year after sixth sense yeah yeah wow. i do not under- he, he was like he must a, have he been a huge trajectory in, at that point in between there he also wrote the script for Stuart little let's not forget oh wow oh, yeah. what well, was the twist in that dude <laughs> The twist is it was all in a boy's, the little boy's mind. He was in a coma. We go rewatch that movie. It's a completely different experience. Um, I think he must have been possessed by the devil because this shit is just unbelievably good. Um, it's it's so nice. it's so that's, that's what I was referencing. Um, it's so like self assured and beautiful and confident yeah, and yeah, well written yeah. and and I think and we've mentioned this movie is very very dark and while that's true, I think that a lot of movies that succeed while being very grim is that it's so just hopeful and yeah, yeah. and even our most broken literally broken character mr glass and uh, sam jackson is the most like uh, uh, inspiring of anybody in the movie despite how dark he is as a person really and, yeah and um it's just it's fucking goddamn unbelievable like i kept having moments where i needed to pause the movie let it wash over me get back <laughs> into it because it just kept it just kept blowing my mind and and then towards the end it even dips into the horror a little bit like there's some elements where, where Bruce Willis is learning his character and oh, it's just scary it's, it's so goddamn good this movie's incredible like it's an absolute gem I, if you've avoided it somehow you need to get into it so yeah I almost wonder if it came out today if it would have 
even gotten any bigger. It was already probably pretty huge when it came out. Well, I'm pretty it, sure. it reminds me of like uh, uh, Brightburn, I guess yeah. it's coming out. Like yeah, they're trying yeah, to do yeah. the dark superhero thing. That's the point but I was going to make. Actually. That feels that feels wrong compared to this, where yeah. that's going to be like this is full on horror. I'm still eager to see what happens with that, but sure. this is just very different. Very... I, yeah, I had a point to make about that. How now horror is so popular that it, it, it's more kosher to try to blend the genres right. of, of oh everybody loves comic book movies and superheroes. Everybody likes horror. I mean, Let's they do it. like Chronicle. What, and, what, what yeah. happened? Chronicle is actually pretty fucking good. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I would highly recommend it. it, especially Bluster, because it's very it's Akira basically. But uh, the, what happened to the 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 X Men horror film? That's yeah, been, that in been in development hell. For, hell. What's the deal with that? Do you I don't know. About know. That? What it, is that called again? I think it, New Mutants. It New got, Mutants. Like, yeah. Fully reshot or something ridiculous. Yeah. It's been forever. It's gonna be great. Well, yeah. Part of that feels <laughs> a little not. cheap to me. It's like, hey man, someone already pretty much did a, a horror superhero movie. It's called fucking Unbreakable. He should do his biggest twist and just re-release this. Just put it back in theaters. Interesting, I guess. I would 100% see this in theaters. Oh, oh yeah, yeah it'd be so tight. It honestly would have been smart before glass because you'd really have to. Honestly, see it. you say that, dude. He should have had a, a, a like a basically like what do you call it where you just watch three marathon. movies or, like, just do a marathon, called. just put them all three in the theaters at once. Yeah. Devin, I, I don't want to like throw shade at your whole like he ne- he's never done a movie that you didn't like. Have you seen After Earth? No. Oh I bet no! That's terrible. <laughs> forgot about I, that. Of course, I, I, haven't, seen after, I oh. haven't seen After Earth. I haven't seen Lady in the Water. I haven't seen Avatar. It's so weird. He's, I ha- he's purposely avoided all the bad ones. Yeah, Shyamalan's never made a bad movie, but I just avoided all the shitty ones. I never said he hasn't made a bad movie. You didn't like the happening. I like the happening. I didn't like it. I like the happening. I like the happening. I hated it. I like the I like the happening. I like signs. I like the village. After I rewatched it, I like the visit. The I'm village like, is good. The village is great. Yeah. yeah. Did I, he do the boy? I, I, I like no the boy. No, no. For some reason, I thought no. that was him. No, 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 that's like James Wan. That one's like okay at best. movies. It's, it's not that bad. But anyway, yeah. this movie is another movie I saw in theaters of Shyamalan's uh, called Split. And Split was really fun to go into completely blind. Just like, oh, cool, Shyamalan's back, do another weird shit. God, I wish I could. Uh, I can't imagine. God, uh... it, was, it was something else. Um, and who wants to talk about it? How about Bluster? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I got you, buddy. Man um, stuck with glass. Who yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to give Man glass because he's the one who seemed to be most conscious during it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think that one's not too bad. He's going to do great. Um, so it's not that hard to explain. No. So split. I'm actually trying to remember how the beginning of this movie started. It starts up at a party. I don't remember that okay, at all. Okay, some girls get abducted. Yes. Basically, the, the root of the story here it's is really three, three girls. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's really good. That's right. We're in public at a birthday party at some location with three high school girls. Uh, they're leaving the party, and the uh, a random guy gets in their car and just t- he just takes them hostage, basically. They yeah. wake up in a enclosed-in room with James McAvoy uh, doing all of his lovely acting. And basically, we're going to find out that there is a, uh, a person with a condition called DID, where they have multiple split personalities. 23, I think, is the number, or 24. Yep. 23. Well, and, and maybe. Maybe 24. Maybe it's only 10. We'll see. Um, 23 so, and me. Anyway. Uh, oh. And, um, oh. That's the twist. Ancestry. Oh. Okay. Anyway, McAvoy's coming we're not in, sponsored by in and out of the room, and these girls are trying to figure out a way to work with him through his many personalities to see if they can get out. And there might be a darker more uber super uh, personality <laughs> hidden in there. We don't know. It might be an uber driver. It might be. 
<laughs> God, what if he was your Uber driver? Can you imagine how awkward Ooh, that conversation would be? That'd be fun. It might be fun. It's like I, I prefer it when my Uber drivers just don't fucking talk to me, and oh, like if it was him, I couldn't help but talk. Twenty three different versions of him talking to me. The, the, the thing is, like anytime, zero dollars wouldn't shut the fuck up. Anytime we're all together, I'm pretty sure they can't help but talk to us because yeah, they're like fine. blown away by how stupid we are. But if if I'm doing it solo, I'm just like please don't. All talk right, to so don't split. Me. You guys want um, to review Uber rides? I th- I think one thing we should talk about immediately about Split is that uh, the marketing for this was fucking genius because uh, they did not give any sort of hint that this is related in any way to Unbreakable. This is billed uh, as a big old a, spoiler, honestly. Yeah, Again, yeah, like we we spoiler. cannot avoid some of the spoilers. We literally that we're can't have avoid this. But the the fact is, like this is related to Unbreakable. Um, the the thing about it, the, the marketing though, is, though, like this is this is a, a Blumhouse production, and this is like a straight up market as a straight up horror movie. Mm-hmm. It basically is it a is. straight up yeah, horror. It's a horror movie. plot, basically. Um, and I, I thought I think it's so cool, like looking back on it now, because if if you haven't seen this, you should Google it. But there's a really great uh, the poster oh, for yeah, Split exactly. lines up perfectly with the poster for Unbreakable. So yeah. even. I hate to say it, but goddamn M. Night, like, that shit is genius. I mean, it's like, also genius in the fact that he waited, you know, 15 years or 10 I don't, years I don't or whatever. Think, I, I don't think he personally chose to do that. I think no. that it just, no, I don't think it was conscious, but I, I think that, you know, bigger surprise. I, I almost wonder if, like, it was a situation where Blumhouse, you know, wanted to work with M. Night. He's like, you know, I really wanted to kind of bring Unbreakable back, so maybe we can, you know, do a more straightforward horror, because that's big right now. And I could see that. Blumhouse is, is really doing well with a lot of that well, stuff. They marketed this also kind of, I don't know if they intentionally did, but as the return of M. Night Shyamalan, and that's something yes, that had been like sure. coming up for his a while. horror return for sure. Real, well, the visit was well, like the, the first one where forest. Blumhouse was like, "We got him, he's back," yeah. and they yeah. were kind of right. They, they like, didn't really the, put his name on that one as as much. Right, smart move, probably. Yeah, yeah I but, mean, it works for us. But once once we got a great episode that, out of that. <laughs> once people saw that and they were like, "Oh, he is back!" Like yeah. there was a lot of buzz for Split. I remember people were like, "Oh, fuck yeah, let's go to yeah. a, a good yeah. M Night Shyamalan yeah. movie in theaters." I also heard a lot of, "I don't understand who that weird bald guy was at the end." I heard a ton of that. Before we get into any of the linkages here, like as its own standalone movie it is standalone this has almost nothing to do with yeah, with unbreakable sure, yeah, for yeah. its entire runtime which is yeah. smart there's, there's is little smart. hints there maybe but the for the most part this is done as a pretty straightforward uh like abduction movie with one key twist and that's our our main guy here uh who I don't we can't really even give a full name i guess it's kevin yeah uh, Kevin's james, the real james guy. mcavoy james mcavoy who uh is I, I love i love the boy uh and he is putting on a fucking clinic he's so here. he's so good in this. because this is a a role that like very easily could have been a, oh god damn yeah. it like this i go the reason i i kind of hesitated on seeing this was, was mm-hmm. like this is gonna handle this really poorly and, weird and, and it's gonna be bad like especially if he has yeah. to like in one case play a nine-year-old kid as one of his like yeah his is aliases but he it like seamlessly transitions between this shit yeah and and, and despite the writing not always being there to support him for a lot of this like mm-hmm. his performance is goddamn excellent yeah, yeah. he's a good actor I, I think the the i mean i'm gonna be the voice of the saying here because i i thought it was distracting and the problem for me is that you look at unbreakable and it's very subtle and assured and beautiful at the same time and everybody gets their own time but this movie is basically James McAvoy and so yep. like yeah, the camera's be. always just bone stocks still on him as he does his thing like it's just very it felt flat in so many scenes he was just sitting there talking. I loved it it's, I didn't mind that at all for, yeah. for me it's somewhat hard to give like a like a true like face value view on this because I think that like I, I kind of agree with what, what Blutzer is saying but I also think that like as a, a part of this sort of trilogy like I think that it's super smart to have this like new character that is 
playing a different archetype, a different comic book archetype. Yeah. Because that's ultimately what this is. He's like the sure. sort of like the Venom or Carnage. It's a great I, way I really, to introduce I really that. don't want to get too hung up on the connections there because they me, it's are hard not, not in to. split at all. Like the movie by itself until the very end yeah, does see, not let I, on I, that I, it's I, connected let me, inter- let me interject here and say I went and saw Split without any idea of the, of the twist and there was no distractions, nothing like that. It, there was nothing. I don't like, think there was No be. part of me that was like felt like something was off because it doesn't feel like a superhero no, movie they, when, happening in, in the same way in Breakable it was so out of left field for me that it was just like I, I almost was didn't know how to feel about it at first it, it was weird for me because like I when I, and this this is why I, I, I'm saying I'm sort of compromised by it because when I first watched this and, and I first sat through it I didn't really like it that much but then when that reveal happens I did a backward like I I went back and I was like fuck this this and this line up so well so for me it, it did sort of change my opinion about the rest of the movie I guess by this point I, I watched it for the first time this weekend I yeah, already same. knew the the twist and everything I was so, so I wasn't, sad I, unfortunately yeah. due to the, the there's no way glass, it just fucking ruined yeah. a movie that came out like that's a pretty year much what prior. happened I was yeah. just watching a random movie and I saw the glass trailer I was, I was pissed. so it's yeah it, it's fine I obviously can't undo it but for me I was looking at it the same way I looked at Unbreakable I already know Unbreakable is a superhero movie I'm literally just watching a movie about you know a dude that's going to eventually have powers but it was very cool in the same way that Unbreakable is you're going to see him kind of evolve and you see him work through this the difference is is that in Unbreakable he's being convinced that he has powers whereas James McAvoy is literally trying to unlock them so it was was different and I think in in a cool way so I, I think another thing too is that like as much as this is pretty much a horror movie I do think that it is almost like a bait and switch sort of because I think it starts out very horror and then it kind of develops into something else and it what it kind of gets weird what it kind of develops into is actually like ultimately what I like from M. Night Shyamalan he does have this this voice to his movies this like very distinct feel to his movies that I do like and I and there are definitely problems in this movie uh, a lot more than Unbreakable for me but ultimately there is there is something about that Shyamalan voice that I do find well, appealing I, I want to say that I, I think this the stuff that it leads into you say it's a bait and switch and you're not wrong like it kind of is but the the strength of the thriller aspect to it is mm-hmm. pretty strong to start with. Like yeah, sure, yeah. this is a good yeah. abduction narrative, and I especially like that it's kind of interspersed with the visits to his psychiatrist, where you get him trying to masquerade himself as like it, having it together, I, yeah. uh, while you know that he's got three women locked up, and you're like, oh boy, <laughs> yeah, 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 that that stuff's good. Um, I that does lead into one of my problems, which is I don't the stuff with the therapist, like I. The Skype stuff is weird for me, and that mm. takes up more time than I would have liked. Uh, yeah, something about that felt so strange. I don't know if it was like a product placement thing, but I, I don't know. All of it felt a little weird. Something to me. about that felt strange. Um, I do also have some issues with with like the way certain things are portrayed. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of the side plot with the uncle and the little girl. I thought that was maybe a little too right. much. Um, I, I think that they needed the, to do that in place of developing it, the girl. Like, it goes the, a little far, but I actually weirdly that worked for me because it was a, a bit of uh, darkness that that I didn't expect out of the movie. But Kevin had to all me, the darkness felt, we needed. To me, it felt a little cheap. I, I I just wasn't a big fan. It, of that, it's but. not handled particularly well, but I don't think that it's handled poorly either. I think it was just like it was there. I think and, I'm just spoiled from Unbreakable. Unbreakable was so goddamn it, it is, subtle. It is hard this yeah. movie is just like they're very well different. i can't they're very very different they're very different that's i definitely that get that you would never see yeah, that, that's why like i don't i i know you're reading it as like part of the trilogy there but i almost cannot no, do that with either. this one because i think that almost nobody going into this one see, blind would see, understand that might that that's even be one of my qualms is that like I, it doesn't feel like an unbreakable movie to me until that's so that's why literally they were playing the unbreakable right. theme in the theater and i said 
Ben, well, this is a lazy decision to play the Unbreakable <laughs> theme in this movie. And then you're like, oh. And then I was like, oh, oh yeah. that's how uh, foreign it felt to me. Trick, yeah. I think I think it gains a lot probably on a rewatch for that. Probably, and, yes. and I I bet so. But going into this one, unfortunately, in this weird position where like I knew the spoiler, but I was trying to not know the spoiler yeah, as yeah, I was yeah, watching yeah. the movie, taken on its own merits, this is a pretty cut and dry like uh, narrative with just that extra amount of Shyamalan voice or twist to mm-hmm. it in the just weirdness of Shame this concept also, this movie gets fucking strange to, to go yeah. back to your point about knowing a spoiler versus not knowing whatever Shyamalan is a kind of a mastermind of being able to go into his movies knowing the most insane spoiler ever you know something's and, gonna and, happen and, and then enjoying it still because I went into seeing it's, it's, it I, knew this, I mean I saw I saw I saw the sixth sense by after knowing the spoiler I did too and that's yeah, everybody why, did I think so that's why it took me so long yeah, to get to it. it and then I was like wait this makes it still Almost better. Yeah. Even, even same, same with Unbreakable. Same I was like, I technically sure. had seen this movie multiple times. Somehow the end still fucking sure. got me. I don't know. I don't and know. For me, I knew. Science, right, guys? The yeah. water. Oh, well, not the water thing. <laughs> I actually got to see that in theaters. And see it might be one of his weakest that twists. That was one of the weakest yeah. twists. It's not really first. a twist, yeah, even. It's, it's, really it's silly. Yeah. Um, but Go ahead, Blue Star. The village, honestly, I like the Everybody hates the twist of that movie. I like the twist. I don't mind it at all. I love the twist. Anyway, coming back to this movie, we could talk about Shemlon's twists all day, but. The thing is, is I knew the twist, <laughs> and I him I literally us. wasn't really thinking about it the whole movie. I was mostly yeah. just trying to, to digest it. It's not I think super relevant. My, my big no, thing no, is no, I, no. I want to get away from the... I'm trying to look at this on its own. Again, uh, yeah, that's I the agree. whole point of this yeah. movie. You know, uh, whatever your experience was, that's totally away from what we're trying to do here. And I think for me, I, I just really wanted to, to connect with somebody. Like, usually you... you you connect with the victims, right? The three girls. Well, they're immediately separated and pretty they're weak. non-characters. Yeah, they're pretty our, our, main girl, our main girl barely speaks and yeah. we only get... Uh, the only time we learn anything about her is when we're shown videos of her being like hinted at she was sexually assaulted by a family member. I'm like, okay, that's fucked up. But that's pretty much all she gets. And yeah. I, I like then, of course, you're like, okay, well, the only other person I see is James McAvoy. Do I like him? And I'm like, he's interesting and extremely talented and that's great. But I, I mean, I never really knew what I was supposed to be feeling for him. Like, they didn't give for, him enough back. There's a way I would rewrite this where the person he has hostage is his therapist or that it has yeah. like, like that the, the uh, Anya Taylor joy like character is like trying to therapize. That's yeah, not sure. a word, but like, trying <laughs> I know to, what you mean. We'll say it. She tried that with the, that the kid out of him. I think splitting those two, splitting those two things apart. It works in some ways in that it's got like the whole, like, Oh you know, he's out in public, but we know this thing about him sure. that works, but it also kind of, it chops up the movie in a strange way that doesn't, I think ultimately mean that you get much characterization of anybody other than Kevin. Uh, the problem is you don't get much actual Kevin though. He's, yeah, but you really don't. Yeah. The thing is, is like, I, I, again, James McAvoy, we could have just learned more about him. Like that's the beauty of, uh, to me, unbreakable is that the two main people, you learn everything about them and you right. feel super emotionally connected to them. And James McAvoy we literally only see his personalities and they're only there to obfuscate him. And so you never really learn anything about him. Well, I, th- I think that you're supposed to ultimately like take at face value that these are multiple people that, that live inside this sure. one person. Yeah. I think that like, I think that the definitely. intention of the movie is that you're supposed to empathize with certain, per- certain persons inside of him. Yeah, and, def- and I did. And, and for me, yeah. yeah, for me, I did. And I, and I think that like, this is like another, I love Dennis. I think this is another, I do too. It's weirdly. Uh, I think this is yeah. another, uh, through line that really works between these movies, which is that like we, regardless of whether they are, um, the, the quote unquote hero or villain, like we are meant to sort of relate or empathize with these people that are extraordinary in some way. Yeah. I don't really think we are necessarily meant to empathize so much with, uh, I guess a little bit, I don't know. But for me, I think 
James McAvoy's character is much more interesting. He's, he's the central uh, threat here. And then also like the, the threat that they're building up of the beast or whatever that they keep mentioning uh, pays off really yeah, well. Like the, the way that they do bring him into the forefront here. And you've of course seen some of that. If you've seen the glass trailer, unfortunately, but like uh, is pretty threatening and it, it, it relies a lot on James McAvoy, not only being buff as fuck, yeah. but also just being like <laughs> yeah. a really good physical actor too. Like he, yeah, yeah. he is threatening later See, on in this when movie. When I first w- was hearing about all these allusions to the beast, first off, I was afraid they were going to just not do anything with it. Right. I thought, would, <laughs> that would be a very Shyamalan thing. Yeah, just him. Well, being, yeah. it plays it as it, like it's just going to be kind of a psychological horror. Sure, like, exactly. Yeah, maybe yeah. there's nothing. Maybe he doesn't even have multiple and personalities. Miles yeah. spoiler, no, they don't do that. But they go for kind it. of deep down in a weird, crazy Shyamalanian way. I was hoping maybe they even go even more supernatural and just make him look like like <laughs> I, I thought so too. Inhuman. Yeah, human. I thought he was gonna even more. Inhuman but that would totally pull it out of yeah. the unbreakable world, though. That's the thing is that well, no, the whole idea is that these do exist. Heroes do exist. No, no, no for sure. Keeping exist. it low key, but, but exactly yeah. like low key superpowers. Know, like Bruce Willis, like it. bench presses three hundred pounds. Who some, cares? There was some description that that was made about him that looks yeah, out a werewolf. Yeah, and I was like, give me a goddamn werewolf. That's the thing is that he, you know, given time to develop and you know we'll talk about it maybe in the in the next movie but he probably could have got there like yeah. that's probably the yeah, whole point sure, that's what yeah, sam sure. jackson's you know, fucking spoiler but that's what he's pushing for right like yeah. To, yeah. to help them i mean we're gonna have spoilers if we're talking about both well the problem is i forgot what happened in which part was this movie right. and I, yeah, by, by, by the very nature of this actual episode this is the spoilers yes, thing exactly. we've ever done <laughs> yeah. basically like because are, and that's fault i don't yeah no i don't feel terrible about that because like the marketing Fucking, fucking spoiled the hell out of it. I mean, I don't even care you, about how else can you and to know that glass, these were though. connected. It spoils the hell out of it. Like, it's yeah. I, I think the there's thing, literally nothing they could do to market it. We'll get to that. Yeah. I, I think that they could have done it with being a little more subtle. Like, a I, more I remember I was in the theater and I saw the glass trailer and I completely forgot about Split and Unbreakable. And it literally is just showing all the scenes of the movie, like literally showing everything that happens in them. And then it's just like, this is the new movie. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> if you haven't seen Split, <laughs> oh, I guess I, fuck I, you. I had at that point too. And I was like, God damn it god damn it like yeah. I, I think like the the week I that kept, i saw I it kept i was like gonna to rent it that week watch and it was such a goddamn long trailer it was like two minutes I long I, I don't even remember the trailer anyway anyways that's what yeah. i guess well yeah. I'm, you guys know i'm a big m night shama fan fan of land you're not split on this review i've been trying to think of i've been trying to think fan of one fan for a while but uh i've always liked m night Shyamalan from from watching unbreakable i believe in theaters to watching signs in theaters the village and then going back and watching of six cents. I mean, this dude has quite literally done no wrong for me yet, but that is with the caveat that I've known what to avoid based off trailers and reviews and stuff. I'm I like, just want nope. you to watch After Earth so that you can eat like, your no, words. No, it's like, why would I watch After Earth? Why would I, <laughs> Nobody did. Don't yeah, worry. exactly. Why would I watch that? Why would I watch Avatar? Sorry, Plutster. Uh, why would I watch um, Lady in the Water? The only reason I would watch it is because, I mean, sorry, one of the main reasons I, I don't watch that one is because the reviews were so bad so quickly on it, but anyway. I, I saw it in theaters. That's oh, wild. It's get murked. <laughs> it's crazy talk. But, um, no, big fan of this dude, um, and that is naturally why I went to also see The Visit in theaters and kind of enjoyed that, and I was like, maybe he's back, and then I watched Split in theaters right after that, and then I was like, okay, maybe this dude, like, legit is back. Um, we'll talk about that at the end of the episode. I still think that there lives an incredible director and writer oh, yeah. and producer in this man. He's still young. He showed it already. Yeah. He I might mean, need to get some 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 people to help him out with 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 current writing current kids. Maybe he was good at writing kids oh, in the boy. late 90s and early 2000s, but the now kid in the visit. Oh my god. Uh, unbearable. Like, oh, yeah. like one of the worst. Um <laughs> and I and I kind of like that movie, but man yeah. that writing yeah. is so bad sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so. But um, but no, this movie when I saw it, I I remember coming out and immediately just posting on Facebook like Split is good, the dude is back, and I was real excited about it. 
Um, I, my my thoughts have tempered a little bit since then, mm-hmm. especially on the rewatch. I wonder why. Well, yeah, sure, hmm. but um. No, no, it's a, it, this is a gem of a movie. Um, it's not one of Shimon's best because the dude really, really started off so strong and there was no way yeah, he yeah. was going to be able to maintain that kind of momentum. And we know what happened with <laughs> with that spiral. But um, but this one is, is, is kind of back to his old form as much as we've seen um, since your signs or even your uh, village or whatever. Um, so I'm going to give it a gem with the hope that maybe we, we, we see old Shyamalan again. Um, so yeah, what do you think, man? Uh, yeah, I, I think that Split is all right. I think that it has. Yeah. Um, I, this is the thing with with Shyamalan for me. I I love Unbreakable, and mm. uh, I, I need to rewatch Sixth Sense, but I I remember that being excellent. And I I, I do have to say, like I, I I'm kind of getting more on board with Devin here, where I'm like, you know, his a lot of this stuff is messy. Split is messy. Glass yeah. is very messy. We'll get to that. Fucking but, Signs is messy. It's a great movie, but it's super messy. Sure. But, um, you know, ultimately what I want out of movies is sort of just to see something that is kind of new or challenging in, in some way. And uh, Split definitely has problems. It has things I don't like about it. But it's hard for me. There are definitely highs here that I can't deny. So... While I do feel like I'm somewhat compromised by uh, the, the the tie-in elements of this, I I can't separate them mentally anymore. I I, I could try, but I, I really just can't separate them. Yeah. So I'm not gonna bother trying to do that. Um, so for me, I just think that this is a pretty good, uh, uh, you know, uh, teens captured in the basement sort of horror film. Sure. I feel like that's its own genre nowadays. Yeah. Um, yeah. This. This is this is an interesting movie that I definitely think is worth seeing, and and when it is put into the trilogy, I think that it fits really nicely into it. So for me, it's a, it's a gem. Just know that, you know, if you are watching this as a movie on its own, there's definitely problems with it. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's it's a light gem for me. You think it'll help if you're an unbreakable head like Manton is? Yeah, I I definitely think that you will get a little bit more out of it. Maybe anyway, if you're an unbreakable head, yeah. Dylan? Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, talking about is he back has been like the biggest thing with Shyamalan lately. And I think part of his renaissance, what's been working for him for a lot of these movies is keeping it simple. I think he got way overblown sure, and too complex yeah. with something like Lady in the Water, which is like this bullshit mythology he came up with <laughs> and just fucking sucks all around. I can't Isn't get over how bad that movie is. Uh, yes, he casts himself as the savior of the world. All right. Anyhow, he's gotten past that point to doing something that is like razor thin, like the the visit, and here's something I think he that was humbled pretty hard. That start and he needed Maybe. to be yes, right exactly. Like he and with this one, he's got a really simple concept to start with, but he's not afraid to fit in some weird depth to it and mm-hmm. some unexpectedness uh, that I think makes Split uh, definitely worth a watch. I think the the simplicity is actually what I like more out of this movie than some of the weird heights that it goes to later. Although some of the ending pays off nicely and to find out that this is also part of like an extended idea he had is pretty interesting. Like it, it shows you those wheels still turning for him. I don't think it's a perfect movie by any stretch, but I think it's a it's a damn good thriller just on its own. Like it's it's watchable through the entire thing and just interesting uh, and goes off the goddamn deep end in a an intentional way. Uh, so it's it's worth a watch. I regret if you were anything like me and got a lot of it spoiled by some of the stuff that came afterwards. Mm-hmm really wish I could have gone in uh, kind of fresh on it because I think I would have liked it more for that. But uh, it's pretty solid. It's a it's a light gem. Uh, I enjoyed this thing. What do you think, Bleachster? 
Yeah, the whole time you all were giving the review, I was literally trying to process as quickly as I could what I'm going to review this movie for. <laughs> and I, I still have no goddamn idea, so I'm hoping by the end of this, I, I give it a review. But okay, uh, I, for me, I think the fact that I know this was already part of the universe actually helped me because it brought me in and kept me engaged. I already fucking loved Unbreakable, so I was already I see riding high. Like I was ready to love this movie, and I I liked James McAvoy. We, we almost watched it directly after Unbreakable. Yeah, we, yeah, we watched it the next day. It was day. a little too late. Um. But oh yeah, you're saying if we watch it the same night, we almost watch it the same night. Yeah, if we if I we, I we could have if it wasn't so late. Yeah. Find double feature. Yeah, um, it would be sweet. But the problem for me is is that you know, on a base level, this is you know teens being captured, being held captive, but they don't really do anything with that. That's just it's basically really that's yeah. basically the canvas so that James McAvoy can do his thing, and it's it's amazing. If you want to watch him act for two hours, yeah. I mean, dude, that's you pay the price of admission. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna fucking get every drip of it. Yeah. And uh, that's great. But the problem is, is that as much time as I see him on screen for, I feel like I never cared about him really, uh, despite his talents. And I never cared about any of the people that he was interacting with. So I was basically kind of waiting to see what ultimately happened. Like for me, it was the culmination was, okay, something's going to happen at the end. I guess I need to see that. And uh, I'm just going to basically have to wait (laughs) until it does. And the thing is, is that the entire time you, you already, it's it's like, it almost feels like a foregone conclusion. I pretty much know what's going to happen to these people sadly um and i'm basically waiting to see how this is going to tie in so i don't know if the if knowing everything helped me or hurt me but i felt like i was in a good mind state but i just ultimately felt this was kind of dull and i actually agree with man a lot there's a lot of really good stuff in here but it just doesn't have the the, the beauty or the simplicity that Un- unbreakable did or i don't think shaman's writing was particularly balling yeah, in this either it's, no it's some of best. it's kind of bad yeah, yeah. um and so it's it sucks. I feel kind of guilty as much as I hate this bastard, but I, I'm gonna give this <laughs> I'm gonna give this a stinker, um, just because I, I I don't see a position where I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, yeah, you need to see sure. fucking split. I, Absolutely, I, it's gonna I, blow I your. I honestly totally get that. Gonna yeah. blow your load. Um, so that's it. I say that every time we talk about split, you're gonna blow your load. Check it out. It's gonna split your ass <laughs> so and make you come. Shirtless James McAvoy, you might. Who knows? I mean, he's incredibly gorgeous guy and, and very it, talented. Dylan, I'm so glad you said physical acting because we're gonna bring it up in the next movie. He's but so good. He like it's insane that his they're like most of that stuff. I think is his actual body. He just has such a crazy presence. Like yeah. he's terrifying looking. He yeah. rules. I love him. He's a great, great, great actor. Great man. Great boy. Uh, he's got a great, great ass. Great McAvoy. Yes, he does. does. All right. So let's move on to a uh, great glass movie that we great saw. glass. He's got a great. Uh, sorry, Dylan doesn't drink glass. Uh, excuse that's, me. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's he only drinks oh, glass. Thing, yeah. That's a fun factoid. All right. Let's talk about glass, which just came out this year, 2019, baby. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, was it still this? Year. Yeah, it is. yeah. I, I thought it came out in theaters been. last year, but I guess not. Mm, maybe it did. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Right. I'm pretty sure it's. This I think year. it came out ten years ago. Time has sure? no fucking what? meaning anymore. Time is a flat yeah. jerk hole. Wow. Cool. Manton, toss, talk, talk, talk about glass. <laughs> toss us some glass. Toss buddy. us some glass, daddy. <laughs> All right, so Glass uh, is sort of the... I like how the minute we start talking about this, everyone immediately goes on their phones. I was confirming the release date. It's 2019. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, it's it's prescient to uh I'm trying the, to pull it up on, film. on fucking IMDb. Get off my dick. Well, if you're looking at porn, man, don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you looked up water bottler. All right, so anyways, uh, Glass is basically a sequel to both Split and Unbreakable. Uh, it brings... <gasps> Yeah, it's a big shock. Uh, it brings all of our characters together. Uh, it starts out with uh, David Dunn again uh, doing his thing. It's uh, Bruce Willis. He's doing a superhero thing, and he's tracking down um, oh, the, yeah. the Horde, uh, who is, that's the name given to uh, James McAvoy's character, or characters, I guess. 
so some bad things happen. Basically, everybody gets put into a mental hospital where we have a doctor that is basically trying to ascertain are these people actually superheroes or do they just all have this sort of shared delusion? Um, and that's kind of it. I love uh, that's a good synopsis. Thank you, man. Uh, I love how this starts, actually, where we basically just follow Bruce Willis and his son around, like kind of as they're doing their thing. It feels so fucking mundane and average. They I really with, loved with it. With some uh, cringy teens doing, uh, I don't know, pun- okay, I punching videos. Didn't love that. I mean, <laughs> it is it is bad, but it's like it pays off. Well. I did hate them, and yeah. they get their asses whooped. So, but whatever. Bruce Willis gets to come in. I love that his like we've established that his costume is just a poncho. It Great. looks fucking so good. And actually, uh, I did really appreciate they brought back the the kid uh, who is now a grown yeah. man, and yeah. he's can we confirm bad. that's the same kid? It is. Yeah, definitely. He's cool. Really, he's and, really good. And honestly he's not bad he mm-hmm. he comes in and he's kind of like uh sort of like the running behind the scenes he's like he's tracking the down to his batman exactly yeah. I, I didn't know if i should make that reference or not Who do you think he's the butler to his batman i don't know but anyways the yeah the, butler. the butler's fucking name butler. alfred butler alfred. <laughs> it's just butler uh, the butler morgan freeman <laughs> uh, mr the butler yeah so he's he's kind of helping his dad and, and you know it's it's a cute nod and it makes a lot of sense because his his kid in unbreakable is mm-hmm. so uh enamored, sort of with, enamored him, with his yeah. dad and he really wants to help his dad out so we have we have a lot of like good setup here we have uh, James McAvoy, who is uh, doing exactly what he fucking said he was gonna do, which right is capture more off. girls. I can't he's help gonna myself. eat them. He's gonna eat them. So that I mean, that gives a good setup for Bruce Willis to like. Ultimately, he finds him right. He's he's on the prowl. He finds him. I like he gets how in. quickly they find him. Yeah, this too. is yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this movie moves quick. And this the, opening is the, really strong. The opening yes, yes. opening fight scene is pretty Best cool. Part of like the movie. it's still keeping things pretty understated, yep, which I appreciate. Which I fucking love. I also appreciated that our cinematography is kind of back to the Unbreakable yes. style mm-hmm. versus something like Split, which don't get me wrong, it, it is shot like a horror movie and it looks good enough. Split but it is really claustrophobic. Everything's very close. And this static. is this is kind of yeah. being shot like Unbreakable, and I really like that we have a lot of like wide shots and well, a lot it, of a little more it also too like this this opening gave me exactly what i wanted where weirdly i was into the idea of a shamalana verse like yeah which yeah. going into this god no i wouldn't have been but like after unbreakable and after split i was like fuck yeah let me see these dudes wrestle yeah like, yeah I, i'm, I'm I totally down, down. I, I was fist pumpy I, it's it's funny because like uh that's exactly how i felt um after i watched split i was like god damn i can't wait to watch glass but what's funny is when this movie came out i remember the reviews being really yeah. terrible and i was like well not gonna watch that yeah you know just skip it and pretend that i that it was great well luckily them fighting is some of the best shit and yep. i think yep. like it, it's kind of exactly what i wanted out of this it's very like average strong guys yeah. throwing shit at each yeah, other but yeah. it looks great it's, it's like trying to leverage off of pieces of the wall almost raid style whereas you, you can feel like the intensity of yeah. of yeah. every move that they're making it, yeah. it's very brutal and this is again this is the first time we've really seen them fight right I mean full on in a big mm-hmm. open room the first time we've really seen either of them fight basically right. yeah, yeah. yeah. and so we're I mean we're all I mean at least for me I was excited to see what happened and it, it was cool and I mean right after their fight scene they break out of the, the huge warehouse they're in and they're immediately captured and by the movie kind of screeches to Miss, a Miss Doctor Lady <laughs> yeah well, I mean, this is this is this is the thing where they get immediately captured and we're thinking, OK, at least for me, I was thinking, how are they going to get out? What right. kind of trickery are we going to do? Well, they got to meet. They got to meet Mr. Glass. I was like, cool. Yeah, still, let's well, I'm on board there. But I think uh, this is also kind of where the movie bait and switches into something unrecognizable is, from what it starts. as. This is absolutely a bait and switch. But I, I do want to say, like, for my I'm money, I'm on board for a part of it. Yeah. For my money on paper, this is a better idea because ultimately, like, yeah, it was kind of cool to see them fight. 
but I, what I don't want out of this, what I don't want this to turn into, and what I think it, this the trailers looked like is like an action movie. Yeah, I don't right. want that. I, I don't want this to be superheroes fighting each other. I don't want that because that's not really what this I series is No, about. absolutely. And as great as the fight scene was, the thing that makes these movies so great, and to Shyamalan's credit, is the dialogue. Like, yeah. seeing these people interact, we've already established that Glass is... A mastermind. He was like enthralling yeah. to watch yeah. and unbreakable. I couldn't fucking wait to see all three of them talk. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, you really don't get that. Still can't wait. I, I'm still waiting for it because even though they're brought together in a building, again, it's the same fucking problem I have with Split is that they're basically kept separate for that. This is sixty percent of the movie. Yeah, such a bad decision. They, they should have been able to talk more. I, in fact, there was a scene uh, where they get all three of them together and they have like a therapy session. Oh, I was so looking forward to. And it. I oh, actually, James I, I, so, someone made a joke like, uh, like, oh, they're you know they're just gonna talk, and I'm like, I would love to Great. see yeah. them just hash this out for like twenty minutes. The difference is like they, she is talking this doctor who we'll get to her in a second and, and the hospital <laughs> that they're in, but this doctor is talking to them each individually, although they're sitting right next to each other, and they don't interact like hardly at all it's yeah, all it's just weird like, all right your turn david okay your turn kevin okay your turn everything Ca- felt catatonic, so Mr. goddamn flat and, and i was lame. like wait why wait you've got all these powerhouses in a room like let them let them do something yeah i i definitely would have appreciated more uh dialogue between the three of them especially like if you look at the posters for this film it's the three of them seated it's this scene it's the three of them yeah, seated together right. and i really anticipated and wanted them to have like kind of hash things out um because this could have been the fucking they are climax. three very different personalities and strong personalities it's like they're in a group therapy session where they just take turns and and listen and like yeah. which could that, be fine that may actually be what a group therapy session is like but it doesn't make for riveting like watching true right? and the problem is sam jackson who's probably to yeah. me one of the most interesting doesn't say anything because he's being sedated through the scene right? I, th- I think i think we could all be cool kind there's of there's a lot knew- of neat payoff for that <laughs> for, for my a lot money, of things could have changed I, 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 I think I think the glass payoff is pretty good for it, there's me, there's but. some good glass payoff but but the idea of like they play that hand real close for a while they're like he's sedated he's sedated and we're of course we're like no he's not I mean it's the mastermind yeah, that's yeah, who you've yeah. already he's put together we're, we're already waiting for the twist you're so looking forward to that moment where he like breaks free of that and starts you know monologuing and everything but by the time that that comes there's really like this this movie's had its chance and it's kind of gone it's oh, left to make that even worse Dylan is that not only are we waiting for them to break out and really show their skills is that that's fucking undermined by how terribly God. run this hospital is I know I hate to be that guy I, I think that I think it was probably harder for us but again like we know as the audience we've just seen two movies we know these dudes are badasses right we don't need to have that established and so they're in just a regular ass hospital with like three people running it and there's no security or any means to hold them really other than before we get to the, the hospital, which a couple God, we fucking... need to. Uh, but the the whole premise here is on paper. Sounds like a cool idea. The idea of the mm-hmm. doctor trying to convince them you're not super right. Yeah. You're just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like totally. I, I'm on board for that. But the problem with that is the moment the doctor meets them. Two of these men have just fallen out of a third story window and stood up. No problem. We also watched and them just have to, a giant brawl and destroy a part of a warehouse. Right. I mean, she's trying to convince already know them strong. and us maybe of this. And so the idea that they would even buy into that after already beating the shit out of each other as superheroes is a bridge too far. You could have done this in maybe an earlier version of this or a version in which that's not how it started. But the strong start of this movie also hampers the middle because of 
it literally what you just saw. from it. I, I can totally buy that the that the characters themselves maybe are second guessing themselves because they don't again they don't know their they own power. They second guessed themselves from the beginning, and I, that's totally fine. But I felt like the movie was trying so hard to convince me that they weren't real. Yep, I'm like, yeah. I literally just fucking saw him crawl on the ceiling and rip bars off of walls. Like, <laughs> right. I, I know he's a badass, right? I just watched four hours of it in Unbreakable and uh, Split. I think that would have been it. fine if they had spent less time doing that. But that is the that's core most of the fucking of the movie. movie. I think you guys are splitting hairs here. I really don't. Mm. Think I am because that's most of what this movie. I just wanted to make a split. The movie's not trying to convince the the viewer at all that that these people that these powers are. I I felt like they were. I'm with Devin here because that that, that, that would be completely off. Then why spend all the time? I think the idea is we're we're trying to we're trying to figure out this doctor character. What is her motivation for trying to convince them that they don't have powers? That's what they're trying to do. Never even bothered to care. She's so like. My thoughts thoughts were why is she doing this? What what is the reason that she's trying to convince them they have no power? I thought she was both dull and also terrible at her job. Good God, this hospital good yeah God. but there's, there's supposed to be something off about this doctor the whole time and dole maybe sure but i the, the idea that the, there are reasons for there this. are reasons there for are. why yeah we are trying this doctor is trying to convince them they have no power i i agree though with blooster i didn't care and that's, that's the fine. biggest problem you don't like have to care they, they spend a lot of time kind of waffling about in this kind of empty space in the hospital of like are they super or not i'm like I've already seen them fight. Sure. Uh, what else do you have? Because this is an interesting idea for a little bit. But if you're making this the primary runtime of your movie, you got to do something different. And it just doesn't. It just bogs down here. I mean, also mm-hmm. the biggest problem with me with the doctor lady is that she's I mean, we've already seen uh, not maybe not Bruce Willis, but we've seen McAvoy and uh, Sam Jackson, you know, have these great conversations. that are very compelling, right. yeah. very she's strong willed. She has like. If it's like David and Goliath, like in words, and they're just fucking twice as big <laughs> right. as Goliath, just crushing her verbally. They're just big dick swinging through these. But in this movie, and she's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and I almost feel like Shyamalan realized that he's writing as like, okay, this lady's boring, very yeah. you know, milk toast. Uh, how is she possibly going to talk to Sam Jackson and outwit him? The answer. Oh, is- I'll uh, sedate him, and he won't even talk. <laughs> cool, yeah. got that one fixed. So I'm just like. I want to fucking see these people act like it's, let them do something. It, it feels like a huge cock tease for what you hope is going to be like a, a you know, which is bombastic ending where like a, a ton of shit happens and there's big revelations. And I was still on board through all of this. Like I, I say that I was bored by the middle and I was, but like I, I was bored. bored through it and still like, OK, but maybe this is going to pay off in some uh, really cool way. This third act is so fucking weak. It's so fucking weak. It almost feels like it, it, they, they, they punctuated the third act, too, because there's that exact moment where somebody stopped in between all the action and, like, explained what was going Dude, on. It's, <laughs> it, it's I was so, like, wow, he even gave up on this one it, before he it started. Truly, it truly does not feel like he wrote the third act. Like, he had these ideas assembled on some post-it notes, and he was like, uh, and just, like, put them together He literally in had one three place. post-it notes, one for each there's, act. He's like, oh, There's fuck. a literal scene wherein, as somebody calls out explicitly in the text, says, ah, oh, the supporting cast the supporting cast yeah. all walks up at the same time and goes i guess it's time for us to be here now and then they're there so that they that can was one hilarious. by one walk up and be like this is an important bit of exposition no this is an important exposition while in the meantime people are getting eaten nearby and they're not reacting to it they were literally so, explaining so how comic sloppy. books work it's, it's just so like so sloppy I, I don't know i i'm going crazy because for me i like the second half more than the first oh fuck Lord. dude i don't know what you're talking about and that's crazy the, the the reason for this is that for me like the emotional plot beats i understand that there are logical problems here and again like I've, i'll be the first to say it M. Night Shyamalan his movies are messy as fuck and they have logical problems oftentimes they have yeah. logical problems yeah. and and it's it's hard not to pick these logical pieces apart however 
for me, the second half of the film worked really well because the emotional beats were landing for me a lot more than they and than anything in the which, beginning. Which of the one film. specifically? Well, I think that like as a culmination of like you know Unbreakable, Split, and like all these things coming together at the end of the movie. One, I love the fact that that like you know they they give this idea and especially like once you have the context for the very ending of the film they give this idea of this bombastic ending yeah yeah and that's not that's what you smart. get i like that and, and cool. i and i love that I, I love the fact that it keeps things understated but like the 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 ending of the movie when it comes to like the emotional beats like the the people's families their friends like all these characters like uh the endings for all these characters all came together in a really satisfying way for me oh boy did i did not feel that i also think that like you said it's not bombastic and that's fine that's actually not what i wanted out of the movie yeah. at all they tease that for a bit in it mm-hmm. and you know that they're not really going to do that right that's not the kind of movies that these are but the blocking in this scene is so fucking bad like where everybody is standing here feels like you just put together like your action figures but you can only move two I mean, of them at it, once it, it, it's like it's like a comic book it is but, and, and i, and and I the hate worst, that sounds like a comic worst way that's exactly like like with a comic you can only actually focus on a couple of different things at once which is the inherent limitation of the medium but you've also got something like a a marvel movie where you know every marvel movie ends with the fucking laser going to the sky and people punching each other (laughs) around them but all those characters are still acting while they're off screen they're all like you get the sense of like bigger stakes here literally nobody who the camera is not focusing on in this scene is moving like so i'm only left to believe that all time stops when the camera's not on it literally freezes and the mom's like i can't wait to deliver yeah. this next point about comic books it's an plot. error in writing editing and blocking and it is a huge <laughs> error like this well, this last scene is awful again the thing that the thing that's so frustrating about it again is this is the this is the movie this that brings them all, all building towards. well it brings them all together right yeah. we're supposed to be together everyone's you know all of our plots are becoming intertwined we're going to see everybody's motivations whatever or maybe we don't but like it never felt like we were together in anything every single character did their thing yeah. and then, then we yeah. go to the next screen they do their thing like bruce willis is literally over there bending a bar it's, cool we'll come back to him in a minute sam jackson's over here just like talking to his mom like could be an average day conversation but there's a dude fucking feasting on human flesh over here and no, no one even seems to acknowledge <laughs> yeah, it this, this is, it's goddamn insane i think about this in something like Endgame, which is like culmination of like 10 years of different movies right. going together and they managed to get some good closure for all of mm. these characters in little bits and pieces here this one he had three characters he had to work with and they all get separate closure they all get their own little ending vignette that they basically get that is yeah. completely divorced from everything else that's happening all, uh, around each them. Each one of them felt they didn't felt contribute to, to one another at all. They're just there in the same place, and what that you had so so long to work on this. Unbreakable was nineteen years ago, and if this was an idea <laughs> fermenting for you, you needed to do better than this at the very end. It's and it's clear really I mean, disappointing. I, I don't know. I I just I I didn't have these sort of issues with it. I. It's weird because it's like I had I watched this alone, I probably would have been like, guys, glass is great. But I have been sort of convinced down from uh, my I don't know. I mean, everything you guys are saying is right. And like, I'm glad I watched it with you guys because I I would have exited that film alone being like, I loved it. Wouldn't you want that, though? Like no, <laughs> like we we because scoured the movie for you. Wouldn't you prefer to enjoy it? No, 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 no. I I do I do think there's like some manipulative elements at play here. One, the music is so fucking good. The music's this. great in this movie. I, it felt way too highbrow to, for this. Bullshit. To me, it was maybe manipulating me a little bit. It and also like, calls back to the old themes from the split and from Unbreakable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. nostalgia helps. And they and and it is manipulative. They they start to like show you the scenes you liked from yeah, Unbreakable exactly. and Split, and it was like tugging at my heartstrings, and it, and it was working for me. 
but I, I do think that you guys are right. Like all these flaws are completely valid. I just, I do also think that like, I don't know as much of a mess as it is like the, the last scene, I don't want to give too much away, but like seeing some of our characters come together at the very end, I just thought it was really nice. I don't know. I, I really wish it was for me. I, yeah, I, me get, too. I was on board. But. So the thing is, is Dylan and I obviously were bitching about the hospital. That that was just like one big thing that bothered me. But the problem is, is that wasn't the only thing, right? There's a lot of little pieces yeah, that were it's, yeah. it's a confusing. Mess. It's a mess. And by the end, I was like, obviously, I guess maybe if I rewatch it, it'll make more sense because there's a lot of context you get. Of uh, course, maybe the a reason end. that the yeah, hospital sucks, but, maybe, but still. But, 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 but I'm saying uh, one of the main things that was starting to confuse me is I didn't really know who knew what. There was all these moments towards the end where some of the pedestrians are acting in strange ways and I don't understand like why they are I guess they probably knew something that I didn't after the fact obviously there's a you know again there's a lot there's of reveals the twist. and this one to me it felt like I, I don't know this one didn't feel even in the same universe as Split or or un, un, Unbreakable where the twist is telegraphed and, yeah. and interesting no. this, this is well constructed or, or, or is a nice end to the movie this is like the explanation for this, the movie this, this is the a, definition a, a, of shit a twist quote unquote twist where it's it's actually you know, the purpose of the movie exactly this is yeah. the thing is like aesthetically it's presented like a twist the music is like this is a twist yeah. and the, the the way it's shot is like right. this is a twist thing. it's not really it's not a no, twist it's, it's a nice thing i think it's a good to. plot point but it's yeah. a twist on the but it's not a twist no and the thing is, is uh, other than I, I guess there's a couple moments in the middle of the movie where some of these things might have been hinted at. It's not like a big, oh, I get it now moment. You could not be. No, 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 no. It's no, a, no, oh, okay, no. now I'm being told it yeah. now. And and I and I wish that he just <laughs> could Can't just help not, not do with the twist. Just Can't just fucking help himself. Presents it as a plot point, which is all that it really is. And, and, anyway. and again, this movie isn't short. This movie is over two it's hours long. long. They they had plenty of time to flesh this shit out because they weren't doing anything with the other characters. I don't know. Devin has said barely anything. I, yeah, he I loves this movie. I don't have much to say on Glass. Um, and I think I'm so far away from everyone here on all this. I mean, I think as far as what I ultimately feel about the movies, we're kind of all in a similar similar boat. Yeah, but, I don't think we're all too far but, off here. Let, let, let me put it this way. I love Unbreakable to death just like you guys do. It was yeah. one of my childhood favorites. So I say childhood, but we were preteens, whatever. Yeah, 19 whatever. years ago. Exactly, a long time ago. Um, I really enjoyed splitting the theater in a vacuum, not knowing it was Unbreakable related. And when the twist happened, I was like, okay, cool, Shyamalan, they did it again. I, that didn't, if anything, I thought it was stupid. Actually, walking out of that, of that with the twist, I was like, that's dumb. This is not an Unbreakable movie to me by any stretch. But I enjoyed Split. So that's why we're all very different. I think me and you, Manton, and maybe even you guys. Mm-hmm. And then finally, when Glass came out, and I was like, "All right, now that I know that Split was shoved into the Unbreakable universe, I'll, now I'll entertain this. Give it to me." And then <laughs> I saw Glass and enjoyed it for the going back to the childhood uh, nostalgia stuff. So I'm but all I mean, over the it, place. It is for better or for worse, you smashing your action figures together. Like, yeah, and sure. that is, there's a, there's a, a joy that you get out of that. Right. Of seeing like, it's the reason there are like justice league and Avengers crossovers. Cause like you want to find out yeah. who's going to win yeah, Superman yeah. or, or, or fucking Thor. Like, but I didn't, but need the, glass. this also isn't that. At I, all. Not that I, yeah. I didn't need glass. I didn't ask for glass. Nobody did. But then when it came out, I was like, fine. No, I'll watch it. Going into this one, I was actually like, yeah, you know, I'm kind of on board now. Cause I saw unbreakable and split and I sure. like both of them. And I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Curious to see where he's going to take this mm-hmm. one, and I was still on board for like uh, almost two thirds of the movie until he shit the bed royally I, at the very end. I, uh, honestly, if it, if, it, if it were up to me, I would ha- I would not have glass exist, and yeah. I would I would. <laughs> but you still said you enjoyed it. I did enjoy it, but I, okay. I, I don't need it. It's and, totally unnecessary. And I would cut the the twist of of split. I don't I don't need that either. 
Yeah. Am I so you're saying he would have made no, better no, movies no, 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 if no, no, he's no, not no. related? I, 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 I t- even as someone that like fuck like when I, I was funny. when I, when I saw the end when I saw the end of Split, it was the opposite for me. I was like, fuck, that makes Split way better. To See, me. for me, it was just like that's funny. That's a funny twist. Sure, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was classic gimmicky. It is. It is. It is can gimmicky. We take a step but, back and think about how fucking bizarre it but, is that but, he made but, this but, movie. It is extremely bizarre. But, but, and let me let me go back and talk about his first his how he got his claim to fame and twist. It's not gimmicky in the Sixth Sense at all. No, it's no. not, it's not an unbreakable, unbreakable at all. No. Sixth Sense, it happens like uh, two yeah. thirds through the movie. The it's split not the twist end. is well. So there's another goofy. one at the end, but yeah, it's it's like silly. But I think the split. There's also like the twist was actually like finding out kind of more about what was actually happening. Sure, with them. there's a twist within that, and then there's also like the sign off Avengers initiative. Yes, thing right. at the very end. That's too. what I had. Everybody in the theater kind of That's like. That's not the twist of the movie. Actually, yeah. I, feel, I, felt like. I feel like if you really honestly did want to make this universe, it'd be hard to do that and make it interesting or surprising without doing that kind of twist. I, I, I it think, didn't bother me as much. I think he needed more time in between these. I think he needed yes. time to fully like bake ten a more years because I was gonna say though. Glass came out. I think Split came out two or three years ago, I believe. It Even was so, I think he needed, or he needed longer yeah. than that. Like yeah. that's what I'm saying. Because the, this does feel like he really had this idea, but he didn't have the script for a very long time. I think he knew how he wanted to smash these action figures together. He just didn't take the time to put it together. Well, I'll go off on that and say that that's how I feel about this trilogy. It's just smashed together, forced. Oh yeah, it doesn't feel like a trilogy. It's kind of it, garbage it's, to it's, me. It's a mess. I don't like the universe really at all. Um, but I, I don't will, like our universe either. Same God. <laughs> but uh, you know what I do like? Unbreakable. You know what I did like? Split. And you know what I did kind of also liked? Glass. I would have <laughs> never guessed that because during our viewing, Devin didn't say a word today. Yeah, because it was so much like peanut gallery all around it. I didn't know. I, didn't know I feel like feel. we like it, it was a mess, but I, I've I talked knew that shit about that way. so many movies and usually Dev, you'll call me out. Well, you didn't I, say I, anything. I, no, no, I just, I, it I was all justified peanut gallery. I didn't care that much. I just kept getting so surprised. I was, try, I was not trying it's to talk about I didn't movie. care that much, um, but it, it, it was a lot of nitpicking and, and splitting hairs at some points like, oh, how did they not notice this post? No, then, then it's like getting too nitpicky, but I do understand it's a mess, but I was just kind of enjoying it and I didn't care enough to make you guys stop. That's where that's how I feel about this movie. I, I'm going to give it that for my review. It's a very, very light gym. I didn't care that much. Um, I enjoyed it, but if people were going to talk to him during it, I also wasn't going to stop them because whatever. It's glass. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking glass. It's, it's exactly what you'd expect. A completely unnecessary forced trilogy that, for, for me, kind of, I enjoyed it because I really like Unbreakable. <laughs> what do you say, Banton? Yeah, uh, I think we're going to split the room right now because... Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, more split stuff. Um, yeah, I the, I'm, I am also kind of glad about the peanut gallery because it tempered me a bit. I, this movie would have washed... I, I, I can was, tell Manton was just fucking like... I was like, he's enamored by glass right now. This is hilarious. It's not, it's not, it's not that I was enamored by it. I guess it, it, it's hard to explain. Like, I would not have gone into this... Ha- had they not talked about all the logical issues, I literally would not have thought about it. It, mm. I, it was not occurring to me at all because the way that I was viewing this is more like as an emotional piece rather than like a sure. a, a logical one. I just really want to see. I don't care about the. Obviously, I didn't want to have a situation where we have like a, a you know a, a Avengers or something where they fight each other and as an action movie, whatever. I don't want that, and I don't necessarily need like a super super deep. Um, deconstru- like deconstruction where they just talk to each other the entire time. What I really want is just sort of this like nostalgic, emotional 
conclusion to to this sort of whatever you want to call it universe whatever and so for me on that level it it kind of worked i i did really like the very opening i thought it was was really well done yeah and it yeah. and absolutely it becomes a, a mess after that but actually by the end of it i started to get more on board of it uh, uh once we started to just sort of like uh, as much as I liked the idea of having them being stuck in a room together and having to talk to each other, we kind of abandoned that. Just, just it just goes out the window. And when so when things start getting to just like, hey, let's have some nice music and let's have some like moments for these characters. And even if they are sort of separated, I think I do like the way everything kind of comes together at the end. It it, it is a hot mess uh, for sure. Um, but ultimately, I, I I did enjoy it and. I don't know. Maybe I'll change my mind. I think there's a very good chance that I'll change my mind after I've really had a chance to think about it. But my immediate feelings coming out of it were, fuck it, I liked it. I, I did. I, I just thought it was uh, an enjoyable uh, little ending to everything. I will say I think it's fucking insane that this movie even got made. Oh, yeah. It's baffling. I, I don't know. This movie is for people that somehow watched... A movie from 20 and years if ago. If you didn't, here's the trailer to remind you that they're connected and, you, and spoil both you of would those really, movies. You would really have to see Unbreakable. And I'd, yep. I would I would say a huge percentage of people that went to go see Split and Glass did not see Unbreakable. Dude, I would say there's a huge amount it. of people. This is like one of the worst pieced together trilogies I've ever seen. Oh, it yeah. is. It is. But it is also at the same time on a meta level. It is part of this... It, it is it is perfectly it encapsulates M Night Shyamalan. It's it's a fucking yeah, mess. It really nice does. It really I mean, does. And and it, it and it's uh, there is something that I just love about that. I, I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, it's a light gem for me. <laughs> I went into this one uh, weirdly being like I saw the the previews for Glass. I was pissed off that it spoiled a movie I hadn't <laughs> seen and one that I hadn't seen in nineteen or years or so. Like yeah, I was yeah. mad about that, but I was also after rewatching both of those movies, like fucking bring it on. Okay, I want to yeah. see what you've got here i'm kind of into the idea of a a shamalanaverse a shared universe here and i want to see these characters interact because i like all of them and i like seeing them at their best unfortunately i feel like after a really strong start we just never get them at their best and if we do they're not together yeah so there's like there's just these like weird chambers that this movie exists in and some of them are okay some of them are good and none of them are great and some of them are fucking terrible the mm. last third of this movie is abysmal i will say like just just from a construction standpoint just awful and it's so sad to see that after watching unbreakable him at his fucking peak split him coming back Dude. and then even the opening of glass watching somebody be like yeah you got it still man you you can do yeah. this and then have him go I ran Dude, out of ideas. This and is, then this is the Shamalonian spiral on three different it levels. Really is. This is his career. <laughs> like his career. If this had a fourth act where it suddenly <laughs> got really yeah. good again. Like, yeah. You have the career, the trilogy itself. Dude, yep. this this and is all going to come together for one giant Maybe twist. Maybe he's going to his whole life is the twist. Cue the song music. <laughs> Maybe he's going to just completely fucking bamboozle He's going to unzip me. his man suit. He's just an alien. But at, at, at this point, there was a point where we were joking at the end. We were like, what if it's the lady who's in this water? and this Signs, I was waiting for the time. And, uh, straight Chris, up, if he David had, Dunn is dead, he's straight a up. If he'd done that, and he'd be like, "Oh, it was all part of the Shemalaniverse," I would have gone full circle and be like, "Fuck it, I love this." <laughs> yeah. Oh, Go yeah. I would have loved that. It yeah. never gets to that point, and no. the ending of this movie is so goddamn bad that it just uh, it tanks pretty much the whole thing. Uh, what what good ideas are there? Uh, so it's a, it's a stinker for me. A light stinker, honestly. You can still get enjoyment out of this, but it's just 
disappointing more than anything. I don't disagree. Uh, Bleachster? It, it, Devin, if you had given me the next review after man, I was going to be like, I'm going to break the glass on this eject button and we're going to oh, shoot this turret right nice. into the wall. Well, you could have still no. said that. Still said I, that. I literally just said what? it. <laughs> what a twist. The thing is, I'm not breaking the glass now. Dylan already broke the glass. Um, oh, I see, I see, oh, I see. Okay. I see. Um, anyway, you also broke the wind. I always do. Right out of my sails. Um, what? What? <laughs> He I turned do, it. He was like, was a joke, and then farts. he removed the <laughs> yeah, joke. Yeah, he like changed the joke. It's a twist. Hey guys, Shamlon, he taught me a few <laughs> hey. things. Blister really is the Shamlon. Um, uh, I I want to kind of just. Just to say, say God, my, what if M. Knight unzipped his man suit and it was Blister? Yeah, Blister started. And then he, we, all, and we then, all thought he was the ultimate hater. But then I unzipped my suit and it's Jimmy. Where, uh, no, where's he been? Um, anyway, so the thing, the thing is, is I want to kind of go back. I want to re- re- rewind here a little bit and just for my own. For my own sanity, I I did, talked a lot of shit about shit about this movie, no doubt. That's fine. But the problem is, is that like logical issues in a movie really aren't always make or break. Sometimes they are. Yeah, most mostly I don't. Most care. of the time they're not. The problem is that this movie gave me so little to grab onto that I was yep. fucking grasping for anything. Like and and making fun of the movie was the only thing I had to keep me engaged. <laughs> and that's because you know again it starts off with a with, an, with a bang and it's amazing and I get to see all my characters I'm like fuck yeah I'm ready for this except for Sam Jackson don't see him and we all meet up I'm like okay this is great I can't wait to see this movie this is what I've been waiting for and this feels like the fucking Cliff Notes version of what I was supposed to get there yep. was there was no yeah. exciting banter there was no back and forth I you basically just got scenes that were narrated by what you know whatever lady boring lady boring lady and or somehow she manages to actually suck the energy out of our three she, fucking I'm, I'm sure monumental she's a fine stars. Actor, but she's so boring. No, no, no I'm not blaming American Horror Story. Yeah. This felt like this felt like a Lucas to me, like where he yeah, was no. actively sabotaging the talent on screen oh, somehow. No. Yeah, and and by the end of it, I mean the 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 middle part of this movie sucked a huge dry ass balls. It was like a dry <laughs> hand job. <laughs> by the end, they splashed a little bit of water on it. There's no salvation. <laughs> That's to, where the water bottle comes trying, from. They're trying to lube you up, man. It's just not working. But that's David's done. David Dunn's weakness is his balls <laughs> getting wet. And goddamn it! By the end of this movie, all three characters are just going off in separate. They're like running in separate directions. <laughs> <laughs> and they each it's, crash into it's their own little wall. Amateurish. Like I, I don't know how to describe this movie. It's fucking nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> and like. Sam Jackson just wheeling away as far away as he can. <laughs> he literally is just wheeling away from the action at several points. You're like, what are you doing? And fucking Bruce Willis is literally over. That's probably not even him in the poncho. Just somebody over there in the corner just tying bars yeah, around sh- fucking sh- shipping sh- containers. They have to hire Wranglers to just keep everybody from running off set all the time. <laughs> They're literally actively trying to run away from this movie. <laughs> I, and, I and luckily, so broken. And luckily, in, in just a couple seconds, I mean, we got everything oh. explained to us by the 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 supporting characters. So, <laughs> um, the supporting characters, <laughs> literally named so. Uh, this movie is goddamn bananas. It's so bizarre. It ending. is very Shyamalan yeah. though, and this is why I think yeah. Shyamalan kind of sucks. At least he's fallen from grace. He can. He. I mean. Uh, like his sure. first few movies are uh, untouchable. Like, yeah. Uh, like, absolutely. I'm gonna be the first one to sit to you know to just you know pie on face here. Those movies are incredible. The- these are not those movies at all. This movie is fucking dog shit. Yeah. Shamlon has run out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> he literally doesn't even have enough dialogue to fill two hours, and yet he just he keeps, really doesn't. He just that's, keeps trolling that. That's guy accurate. I'm, I'm actually mad that I like this movie now. His trajectory was pretty solid. Uh, coming back, it looked yeah, like no, maybe. I, oh, this is a solid way. 
if he nailed glass, would have been like fucking it. boy is back in I, town. But I, 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 I just I want to shit on this. I want to join. I'm being goofy. Uh, it's, it's crazy. I, I don't believe it's that. that I, I still think there's talent. There. It's just it's just yeah. wild. I, I wouldn't say it's, glass it, didn't change my mind. But I, I wouldn't say that either. It's just it's, it's just a fucking wild. shit show. It's, but it, for yeah. me, it's a stinker. Like shit show explains it. Yeah. De- Devin really he was he was more you know level field and and clear headed. But but he explained it that this movie isn't needed. And no. And I think it's because Shyamalan didn't have anything to say. Really, no, it's completely superfluous. It's clear, I, so. I truly believe that if he'd taken the time to bake this script a little bit longer in the oven, Maybe. there would have been a, a, I think that a reason for this right. to exist, finally, but he just never did. So sadly. I want to think that he realized he made Split without a twist and then just shoved it <laughs> on, and he's like, shit, now i got to make a movie. Honestly, right. it could be a Cloverfield situation, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, they retconned Cloverfield to be, or yeah. uh, what, what is it, uh, 314 yeah, Lane. Lane. 10 Cloverfield Yeah, Lane, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, now that those are all connected somehow. Could have been this. So anyway, this is a stinker for me. Unbreakable is the only one you need to No, I think I I think I had been reading about maybe I'm making this up that for years years he was thinking about making Unbreakable 2 and it just never oh, came to fruition yeah. okay. Th- so, that would have been a good yeah. idea too like yeah. to do just like David versus uh, yeah. Mr. Glass and it just never came to fruition cool. and then he, I think he was like I, I, I've got an idea of how we can kind of do Unbreakable 2 I'm, I'm still I'm still even after not liking the movie not mad at the idea sure. like again though you're right it doesn't need to exist and it yet somehow to, I wanted it to exist yeah, and yeah, I still do yeah. I still believe yeah. this is such a strange one he has got me all over the place with I feel this. like that, that's why I feel manipulated I, I don't know <laughs> I would have been fine with Unbreakable Split being its own thing and then Unbreakable 2 and sure. Just unbreakable and unbreakable. Maybe too. there's a cameo at the I, end of of the beast going rah rah rah. Yeah, rah, sure, rah, whatever. Rah. The, the thing the thing is, I think I I do think that Split throws something new into the mix that I think is needed for an unbreakable two. Weirdly, I don't think you could just do unbreakable Split two. Is the focus of Glass like he uh, has yeah. the most screen time? To, to and me, the most that's to do. that's part of the only the only that's things what, that work in that movie. That's that's what, what I, I, I do, man. I agree. You need you need this agent of chaos or whatever they call him. Yeah. Uh, we all gave our fucking reviews, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're yeah. split. What a that weird, one. weird, weird one. Shyamalan, uh, you fucking, you're a weirdo. I don't know. I don't get you yet. I need. I still. Need I, I will never. I will never understand Shyamalan. I need Shyamalan to come out and. I'm make not mad a, at a him Completely yet. unique no. new movie still that, not mad at that is that is very very solid because so far he hasn't done that yet in his in his second coming. But I, could, I could you if, imagine if he just put out something on the level of Unbreakable yeah, or un- Sixth Sense? Unbelievable. No way. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It's not possible. He's a lot of able to if he can just keep his shit simple like yeah because i think that's where he works the best six cents again unbreakable, I, this might so, this might so be simple. uh like what, what's the director of uh mad max fury road again uh, right george, george, miller. george miller. miller this will be a george miller thing he's 80 years old i, I do think that shaman needs to just take a break like he needs to step away for a minute well, he, did. he did oh really yes. how long did he stop the whole time that you hated him basically a few years uh, well, like and, and then he six can't years with so. the visit without putting his name on it yeah. really yeah. needs more time yeah needs more time me, in the oven just like to me script. I feel like it, again it just feels like uh, Lucas man he another needs someone very, to, to counter him exactly I agree. he and needs like a great very, strong we, editor we say, we say that but the thing is Unbreakable is That's written true. directed and produced yeah, yeah but that was Shyamalan 20 years ago now he does I'm saying now he does the funny tidbit side side note that I'm pretty sure it was in such Shyamalan form when he did try to sneak in his new The Visit movie of course, he released it on 9-11. It was just such weird. a weird, like, Shyamalan, like, hmm, I'm going to make this fucking Is weird. Is he admitting to it? I don't know what it was. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it just felt so self-important again. Like, if I'm going to put my movie out, people are going to come to the theaters people on People are never going to forget. The, dude, yeah, the exactly. dude can't help but put himself in the movies, too, which is yeah. always cringy. Yeah. I, he did that, I guess, originally as, like, a Hitchcock nod, but at this point, it's just more to stroke it's his own ego. It's embarrassing now. Because in Lady in the Water, he casts himself as the savior of the universe. He should have stopped after that. That, <laughs> that was it. I've also mentioned 9-11 twice episode, so we got to get out of here. You, you mentioned 9-11 a lot on this podcast. <laughs> 
Yes, you, like do a you ton. want to admit something? Devin's got something, some some skeletons. Uh, thanks for listening on behalf of the horror crew. Stay spooky. Devin did not Stay Shamalon. Devin did not love it. The twist is there's no game. That was a good way to end it.